Oh, for God, I got 15, too. They made a second one? This man went to put on a onesie. I'm about to cut your ass. <laughs> this, whole, this is Halloween nightmare before light skin ass niggas. Hold up. I'll be right back to put this shit on. Looking like a fool, Sally, have gasoline zero looking ass. Nigga went and got Bacardi. You can't drink your woes away. You stuck with them shits. Okito or not, you gonna hold the L. Can't even pour right. What's your favorite number, Matt? Just sponsored by the letter L and the number. number. What's your favorite number, Matt? Answer it. What's your favorite number? 12. No. Got me looking like Bart. <laughs> say it. Say it, Bart. Say it. Exactly. <laughs> Go on, Matt. Say the line. Say it. Uh, I'm taking her 12. <laughs> oh, man. Hold on. Let me tell these niggas. This man just said, I'll be right back and threw on a onesie. Oh my goodness. First and foremost, don't judge me in my life decisions. Second off, don't judge me in my life decisions. <laughs> Nigga, I'm prosecuting. <laughs> Nigga said. Nigga? Nigga said, you're like right. According to these documents, you taking an L. That's it. <laughs> Nigga, the fucking Kobe's like, wow! L. Oh my god. Somebody put that. What, what, what that Floyd Mayweather fucking gift, gift at? L. 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 Another one. Another one. Oh. oh this nigga went and put on a onesie. Bro. Bro. Like, you putting this out there for the, like the whole internet? Yeah. <laughs> so you're putting this on yeah. the internet for everyone to see. See, this how you know he ain't getting no superpowers. For probably the final time in 2020, can I get a motherfucking year? Cricket, 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 no. cricket, cricket. Put cricket, that cricket. shit on. You get good day, sir. Crickets, 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 more crickets chirping, and more crickets chirping. Okay, welcome to a brand new episode. This is why we can't have nice podcasts. Lower thirds show you who we are, and um, it's someone's birthday today. As we are recording on this lovely December twenty third, it will be David Shonuff Joner's birthday. Happy Joner, nigga! I and my name. I'm saying Joner. What the fuck? <laughs> shit! You gotta get that shit right, yo. Fuck. David Candy Corn Jr. I will fuck you <laughs> up. <laughs> the Candy Corn Bandit. His wrestling name is Cold Slaw Jones. Yo, I cannot wait to use my superpowers. <laughs> I have not used my superpowers on a civilian yet. He likes long walks on the park. Well done, steak. Mm. 
some of his little candy corn garden gnomes to attack you and shit. Mm. You know what? You know what? Wait till I see you next year. <laughs> Not gonna see me next year, niggas. Over. All right. Castle Grayskull in this bitch. I think you're gonna fucking run up on me like Marlon Williams did Tupac at the end of Above the Rim and shit. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Damn, he's a villain. Oh no! <laughs> Bugaloo or some shit? Hold on, I gotta look that shit up. What the fuck was his name? Um, hold on. Oh my goodness. Above the Rim. Who was okay? Shooter Cood. Buckaloo. His name was Buckaloo. Buckaloo, come. Don't shoot him. Buckaloo. I forgot Bernie Mac was in that movie, too. Rest in peace. Yeah. He, oh, yeah. He was um, the homeless guy who gets sliced up by Tupac at the, at the, at the court. And then you got fucking. Mr. Ruffin himself. <laughs> Fucking Leon. Oh, boy. Shit. That's books. Hard scar your motherfucking ass books. That shooter coon. Shooter coon. Nigga scored. Nigga dropped literally like 40 points in like two minutes of a basketball game that had no time stoppage. Never forget Never forget, bro. Never forget. How's everybody been since our last episode? It's like three weeks. Uh, you know, what? taking things one day at a time, but it is what it is. Look at black, y'all. And, oh, okay. I was just like, and Joe's dead. Okay. He's just pushing the door closed. He really didn't want to live 30. Jeez, he literally took that seriously. Wow. Thought it was a joke. I think this is a game. I do this for fun. Um, yeah, we got a lot of topics. What y'all want to talk about? Y'all want to talk about the political shit first, or y'all want to get into video games? Because we got like two separate topics on video games. Just shoot. Just I'm asking y'all. Just oh my god. Make no difference. Just shoot. Um, any of y'all see the game awards, or was it just me? No, I seen, I seen that. You well, mean? Like, you mean the 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 uh, sports? Uh, ooh, like I said, I'm going to. I just want to know how much Neil paid them off to have the last of us. Somebody sucking some dick. He was sucking some dick. He was like, "Hold up." Now they couldn't because of Sir, COVID. Nah. His last name is Druckman. He was sucking some dick for all of that. <laughs> His name was Druckman. He was drucking some dick. Druckman. He was definitely drucking some dick or some, some type of way. No way in hell. I mean, uh, I mean, it, uh, it, it's, it's all weird. The place, though, I mean, the category that they won, which they should have never won. Nah, he 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 was he was he was choking on some schlong. I don't know, bro. Hold on. 
let me look up the all the winners. The what winners? It's Last of Us Two. Last of Us Two. Come on, look up the winners. So I'm gonna see one name. Last of Us Two. Last of Us Two. Last of Us Two. Best ongoing series. Last of Us Two. Best MMO. Last of Us Two. Best Best Gotcha game. Last of Us Two. They they gotcha. <laughs> um. Okay. Before we get into the um the almost sweep that Last of Us Two committed, um, Final Fantasy Seven remake winning best game soundtrack that wasn't bad. No Man's Sky winning best ongoing game. Um, Among Us winning best multiplayer game. Um, League of Legends winning best esports game. Who gives a fuck? Um, Fall Guys winning best community support. Um, I don't think they showed those awards. Um, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater winning best sports slash racing game. Elden Ring winning best anticipated game. Ghost of Tsushima winning best art direction. Tell Me Why winning games for Impact. Among Us winning best mobile game. Um, I'm trying to think. Mortal Kombat winning best fighting game. Hades winning best independent game. Animal Crossing winning best family game. Hades winning best action game. Half-Life winning best VR game. Microsoft Flight Simulator winning best strategy game. Uh, it's... It, it wasn't bad, the awards. Um, there was a lot... I think the, um, the announcements that happened were pretty fucking solid. Um, a new Perfect Dark game is coming out, which is pretty good. Um, I hope. Oh, yeah, that looks great. Um, oh, but, yeah, can't wait for that. Killed Crappins. Yeah, because what people don't know is, I don't think not that many people know. I think they know more about the original ones now than they do Perfect Dark Zero. People don't know the fucking utter catastrophe, golden age, fucking drag, uh, Perfect Dark Zero was when it came oh. out. Because playing multiplayer on that was some of the most cringiest shit ever. You had a sniper that was fucking retarded. And then you had a machine gun that needed a whole clip. And then you had the way you had to fucking wait for your fucking health to recharge was mad slow. It looked like the shit that was in Halo 2, but like like um, divided by three. That shit was bug. And then you had the greatest sports announcer, the greatest game announcer in the history of fucking multiplayer video games. Nigga would be like, gain the lead, lost the lead, tie the leader, suicide! Yeah! I'm like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with this nigga? I had to mute the TV to play fucking multiplayer for like the two weeks and a half I played Perfect Dark Zero Online. Because, uh, to be honest, I was too busy playing fucking Cameo and fucking Most Wanted at the time. Uh, but, let's see how that goes. Uh, Perfect Dark, they announced. Um, are we going to talk about... I, I know Arc 2 is going to be a topic, but it's like... Um, are we going to talk about the... Arc two talk um pure historic drift with Vin Diesel trailer. Or are we gonna talk about No. 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 But no. I, I, That man fought off six trolls 
by himself. Fuck out of here. Hey, don't forget he soloed a T-Rex in the video. Fuck out of here. Like, really? Like, I know what y'all was doing. I don't want to hear that game. Got a little ass girl that can be the bane of everyone's death. Ah! No, my child. Eat. Eat by T-Rex. Ah! Someone getting, someone getting stabbed. Ah! Help me. Someone getting stabbed again. Ah! No, we all, no we're not doing no, that. No, but, like, I just, like, I thought when I first seen it, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Why is Vin Diesel here? Because I remember I did a live stream during the Game Awards. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Why is this here? Who's doing what? Uh, absolutely, positively, the fuck not. And, um... There was no absolutely positivity. I feel like having Vin Diesel as like someone who's like helping the game is good because I do think Vin Diesel isn't bad. I do think I'm still gonna flame Vin Diesel or Fast and Furious. Look, I want another Riddick game. He grew out his hair, huh? Vin Diesel was a lawyer in a movie and he grew out his hair. There's more shit, Vinny. I'm not too sure what movie it was. Wait, hold up. Google's my friend. Hold up, Vin Diesel, yo, lawyer. I hope they don't show me his actual lawyer. Find me guilty. Oh my god. Yeah, there's more shit to flame him on. He looked like his name is Sal. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, oh, wow. Yep, there you go. And it's by Sydney, Sydney Lumet. I was almost pronounced his name wrong. There I'm, you go. I'm done. Anyway, um, I like ARC. I played it here and there, not really, like, got in depth with it. But, um, I like it. I feel like ARC 2 is going to be What's great. Like it's going to be again, because I don't remember. All of them. Okay. Uh, but honestly, um, I do think honestly that show for Ark is going to be crazy. Oh yeah, that the all, that, that, for Ark. That, that, cast, that cast is fucking uh, amazing. Ark animated series. They got I don't know, Butler. They have um, who else they got? I think. Yeah, they have a, they have a, a nice. Um, they got Elliot Page, Elliot, Elliot Page, Gerard Butler, Carl Urban, Vin Diesel, David Tennant, Russell Crowe, Michael McDonald, Jeffrey Wright. Um, I'm missing others, but Russell Crowe. And, oh yeah, this is yeah. This fucking cast is immaculate. This fucking cast is immaculate. I can't even lie. I'm very I'm very much anticipating how broken this show is going to be, or it could be complete and other garbage. Oh yeah, hope not. You know, it's either going to be a fucking masterpiece or it's going to be other garbage. Hmm. Yeah, unfortunately, that's usually how. Those that's that's where we're at. Um, I feel like that was a pretty damn good announcement. They announced a new Elder Scrolls DLC. I knew it was something Elder Scrolls, but it's Elder Scrolls Online. I thought it was going to be Elder Scrolls Six. Like, 
So that kind of upset me. Yeah, um, I'm not. Yeah. Um, the creator of Dark Souls is coming out with a new game, which is based on one of Jupiter's moons. Um, the trailer looked pretty fucking good. I can't even lie. Um, there's another Mass Effect coming. That trailer showed nothing, but nothing. There's another Dragon Age coming. That game showed nothing. Um, there's another Dead Space. Huh? Another Dead Space too, I believe. It's not Dead Space. It's called um, the Callisto Project. Okay. Yeah. It's from the, the creator of Dead Space. Yeah, that's what I was like. I know something like that. Yeah. That shit gonna... I mean, that shit gonna be good. Um, Hope he's not a maintenance worker. Getting stuck into shit like, God damn it, I ain't come here for this. Yeah, he's I dead came as... here. Fuck, I came Isaac here Clark got fucked over. Isaac Clark got fucked over something serious. Your man's was supposed to do a routine maintenance trip. Then he got called onto the ship where his ex-wife was on because some wild shit was happening. Got possessed, got fucked with, got, you know... His mind probe was in a straitjacket at the beginning of the second game. Had a whole buddy at the third. Oh, no, I'm good, bro. I'm, I'm orderly good. I'm orderly fucking good. I did enjoy the um, Among Us trailer that they had for um, their new map. My man took off his monocle and fucking Cyclops Optic Blast from fucking Marvel superheroes on that nigga. They got on the Switch too. Good luck on that Switch service. Yeah. Um, I know that. Um, I know that on um, uh, Xbox is getting it next year, like beginning of next year. Okay. Yeah. And it's coming to Game Pass, so I'm not even too mad about that. Yeah. See that. Um. Oh shit! Uh, what else they announced that I really cared about? Um, they just thought... showed gullible Smash players are. I didn't easily forget shit. Oh oh oh! Well, well, we we will talk about this bully <laughs> ass nigga later. Um, because I, I want that as his own specific topic. But besides other top, besides other announcements, yeah, that's that's basically it. Um. All the winners, boom, perfect. Um, so why the fuck did Last of Us 2 win one award? Mm, two awards. The only award I'm not really counting is um, best performance, which I don't mind giving it to the um, Laura Bailey who played um, Abby. And Lord last episode. Got so many accolades, it's not even funny. I'm not I'm not like I'm not, like I'm not really gonna complain about that because when I I think last episode where we talked about it, I'm like, I don't mind either one of them winning best performance. That's fine. Um Best all the okay, let's we let's, let's let's go down the list. Innovation and accessibility. The last of us two. Next. The last uh, of us two. Innovation and accessibility. Last of us. Uh, what else they won? Studio. Best studio and game direction. Naughty Dog for The Last of Us 2. And Sony Interactive for The Last of Us 2. Um, 
best action adventure game. Last of Us Two. What did it beat out for that category? Hold on, got you right now. Ghost. Oh, I got you right now. I got you right now. Hold on, hold on. Why the fuck is not? Show Ghost. me the fucking list. Ghost of Tsushima better not have been on that list. It was. Definitely was. It definitely was on the list. As long as it took you to beat Ghost of Tsushima, and I know you was playing mostly story missions. That that shit was just utterly fucking annoying, because watching that shit was a was a full-blown tragedy. Um, best art direction. Y'all wanted to look up not best mobile game, not innovation and accessibility. Best action game. Alright. Last of Us 2 beat out. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Ghost of Tsushima, Spider-Man Miles Morales, Ori and the Will of the Wisp, and Star Wars Je- um Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. What? The only understandable ones were Valhalla. And Miles, because they weren't out long, but everything else on that list. What? 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 Suckman was was gobbling some glizzies. That's how they won that award. Next. Oh my! Uh, here's the thing. I, I mean, I, I will say I might be biased because I just beat Ghost of Tsushima compared to when I played Last of Us Two. But Last of Us 2 had maybe, I want to say, 20 to 30% of pure action for it to be a real action adventure-based game. Every one of these games was more immersive in action than Last of Us 2. Uh, You know, I... It was just, it was just that. Uh, what else? I can't, where, what else? It's um, game. Okay, game of the year. We can talk about the obvious. Game of the year won over. Last of Us won over. Animal Crossing: New Horizons, Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII, Ghost of Tsushima, and Hades. Um, I played. All these games is got for Doom. Um, but in all honesty, like each one of these games were just a better packaged, better delivered game. That's what happened when you suck dick for stuff. You get what you want. And he really wanted that game of the year award. So guess what he had to do? He had to goggle some cum. What you think, Joe? Last of Us shouldn't have got nothing. I'm sorry, I don't. I don't think it deserved as much accolades as it got, and I don't think a lot of people were playing the other games that were nominated yet. To be honest, I said it before. I say it again. I do think last. I do think Animal Crossing should have won. Given the overall cultural impact it had during. What was 2020 in COVID? Yeah. I felt like what Animal Crossing did 
for just about everybody who picked up a fucking Switch and played that game. I, I just don't see how Animal Crossing loses for Game of the Year. Um, Doom Eternal just proves Doom is kind of, I think, underappreciated in terms of consistency. Oh, um, yeah. Like, to be honest, I think 3 was their only lackluster game. Yeah, because they would try to make it like Doom 64, and then that didn't work. Nah, they tried to make Doom 3 like the movie. They just wanted to compete which one was worse. Yeah. yeah then that shit, that shit was, that shit star Carl Urban and Dwayne Johnson, you know, because he wasn't The Rock yet, you know. This is back when he was skinny, right after The Scorpion King. Yeah, that was... That, that shit was... Oh, man, who's Dwayne Johnson? Oh, it's The Rock! That yeah. shit was... That, that shit was cool. action. That, uh... I, got, I, like, I gotta watch that movie again just to, like, remind myself how bad it is. And apparently they made another Doom movie, which was just as bad. Never heard of this one. I think it's called Doom Annihilation or some shit. I never heard of that. Nope. That shit went straight to Netflix. Oh, no wonder I never heard of it. Um, yeah, but Final Fantasy VII, for a game to be as anticipated as Final Fantasy VII, I felt like it delivered. I feel like it... The majority of fans were happy, especially in the direction that they went with the game. Um, I feel like in all honesty that um, the changes that they made rubbed some people the wrong way. Cause some people just want a traditional, a traditional turn remake. Just, 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 Not even a traditional turn-based game, a traditional remake. Like they wanted the same game with, kingdom, like with, Kingdom Hearts mechanics type shit. Which I understand, but I do, and uh, but it's like now I'm more invested in the story, of what the hell they're gonna do after. First off, if they want that Kingdom Hearts, just play 15 again. Shut up. I thought you were gonna say you want. Does he want Final Fantasy VII? Play the old one. That too. But they wanted that Kingdom Hearts gameplay. Just play just play 15. Or just, just play, play or just. So you only use one character the whole time unless you played the other characters' DLC stories. You only use Noctis the whole game. So there you go. Shut up, that never oh, came out. Everybody that's watching this, I will say this. Three never dropped. That was 2.9. Y'all thought y'all was slick. I thought y'all was slick with that. Game knows game. Fuck out of here. Calling that three. Um, I feel like Ghost of Tsushima... Namura knew what he was doing. Huh? Namura knew what he was doing when he did that shit. Oh, yeah. That shit was hilarious. To me, that's the beginning part was probably the best part of the game. Yeah. That fucking, um, Symphony or whatever, the one that he just released, that's also trash. What? It's the new Kingdom Hearts joint that they released. It's Kyrie's memory. Like, we don't give a fuck about Kyrie. Most of the fan base. Listen, if I'm not doing no rhythm-based dances to the fucking DK64 rap song... I don't want to. I don't want to listen to this shit. Because oh, <laughs> I'm finally here, <laughs> performing for you. Oh my! But 
listen. Um, oh, hold on. Let me shake this shit first. Um, Ghost of Tsushima. Even though, like, I, like I said, I'm going to admit that I'm pretty biased right now, considering Ghost of Tsushima is still fresh in my mind. But by God, that was a brilliant fucking game. Oh no, I said that two. Uh, like I was saying that for two years when they first covered it. Stuff like Ghost should have Ghost is going to be game of the year, but that looks suggestive as fuck, my guy. Shut up, fuck. Trying to get marmalade on your face? Now, look real drunk man like right now doing that. Drunk man, drunk man. Yeah, that's you. It's just I don't like too much alcohol in my cookie though. Anyway. You drink too much Coquito Havelock going to show up. Hmm. Hey, you son of a bitch. Ain't going to suplex you. <laughs> Was you there for that, Dro? When he showed up behind, at, at, at Wendy's in the window? Nah, 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 nah. That's not what we're talking about. Uh, oh, I you, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that was at Mash Fest when we decided to show up for like the first time in like five years. Matthias, you motherfucker! <laughs> oh man, um, yeah, get up on on free throws again. That's huh? when show was out here smacking maga hats. Oh boy! Oh, you know, know he, fucking... you know he posted a photo of All Might. Yes, we he, we not talking about it. He called them War Might. Yeah, I know he's. Quoting a cringy ass comic that they made way back when, when he first came, when they first did the election, he got Mike Pence as Deku. I'm like, I mean, it's a good read, but what the fuck? I mean, that's a joke. I'm like, okay, that's a joke. We 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 know what he's doing. Is like he's dead serious, cause you know Walmart. Oh, uh, and that's what makes it comedy. <laughs> Pure comedy. Uh, and, anyway, um, Ghost of Tsushima is really a fucking excellent game, well packaged, brilliant, brilliantly performed. Um. Even though I did feel like it was a little bit repetitive, especially in terms of the liberating everything and finding everything due to the wind and all that other shit. But that wasn't, you know, that's very small compared to the grander scale of what the game is, you know? And it's... The game said, man, I heard you like Battle Network 5 and Liberation Missions. Get the work. Yeah, literally. Like, I spent, like, a good... There are streams. I spent, like, three to four hours, like, my entire stream just finding shit, you know? Uh, but that game was really well done, really well packaged, and the fact that they didn't get nearly as enough awards as they as they should have is just beyond me. Um, And then Hades, that's the game I'm playing now. Hades is real fun to play. Hades is basically Hades is basically Dark Souls mixed with Greek uh, mythology. Greek mythology mixed with Binding of Isaac. 
in those type of games. Like, you got to start from the beginning, but you do do shit to get you stronger. So you will eventually, like, beat the game like you beat a traditional story mode. Which is what I like, to be honest. I like that a lot. The game is very fun to play, even though I'm, I'm getting my ass beat. But I finally made it to the third boss. And I got clapped by him and his fucking Minotaur. After I beat his Minotaur. Fuck that nigga. You got a sport. Try again. Yeah. It, it basically rewards you for, like... But sometimes there's horrible runs where you don't get any, like, souls or... And this in the game is darkness. You don't get any darkness to level up. You barely get any keys to unlock shit to level up. It's all over the place, bro. I hate it. I hate it whatever fiber in my game. Sounds good. Sounds huh? good. They make you work for shit. They make yeah. you work for shit. Basically. Basically. Um, yeah, I... Like, so far, Last of Us is cool. It's just not, to me, it's not even worthy of a Game of the Year nomination. You know, but I guess, you know, the Game Awards thought, you know, it was. Thought it is. Game Awards, sponsored by IGN. You know what it is, it's just, when the Game Awards were in open, like, is it notice like Game Awards is like ninety percent of the voting goes for journalists, and then you have some real biased journalists based on those things too. And that's crazy because I was when I was doing my live, I was literally like, "Yo, I thought the Game Awards was only fan voting." Nah, it's ten percent fan voting. Yeah, ten percent fan for um fan voting, and the rest doing their whole little fucking. Yeah. Which is, is like, don't take fans' vote if you're not going to let them have like a good portion of the votes. That's just that's just stupid to me. You guys chose. No, you didn't choose. They chose. Like, I and feel the like... Thing they chose goes to be game of the year. Hmm? When, when the fans' votes was tallied, Ghost was the game of the year. Hmm. So it's like 90% of the votes are from journalists from ING, which is not a great freaking... Look at that ING. IGN, whatever. Whatever that shit is called. Fuck. It's oh. like... And then you have people that don't even play the game and say, hey, this game is this and this game is that. But I haven't actually played the game or, or watched a, run, or, or watch a playthrough of the game to say... Is go by he say she said. So because he said it, I'm gonna put this in my article and do that. I don't know. That's all about that he said she said bullshit. Okay, Fred. <laughs> um, issue that I have with it this year. Go. You said See, that's, that's was... your issue, or here's your issue? No, that's my issue with the oh. game. See, I wouldn't be as upset if the fans had a majority vote in Last of Us 2-1. I wouldn't be as upset. I would have I would have helped them with, with a great assault. Cause fans voted vote. for it, and more fans of The Last of Us 
compared to everybody else. I wouldn't. I would have taken out the grain of salt, but when it's ninety percent just journalists, and then a lot of them is gone by how the game took started to take notice when it got leaked, and with some of the LGBT A plus plus. Hope I'm saying that correctly. Hints and stuff they put in the game and stuff. I mean. My problem with Last of Us is not even any of that. The story's not that good. This The story is all over the fucking place. Like that's the story's not that good. The way they told the story was bad execution. The game's not game of the year worthy. Like that's what it boils down to. Like, you know, you can have everything that you want in the game. You can push all the agendas that you want in the game, quote unquote, as people like to say. The game's not good. The game's not that good. The game's not that good. You you did something egregious to one of its most beloved characters, and then your immediate response is to have you feel sympathy for the person that committed the crime. That shit makes no goddamn sense. At all. Because I, like, I, I was watching some clips of it. What I didn't like... They had Ellie cold-heartedly kill people throughout the whole game. Wait, 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 Joe, are you still trying to play Last of Us? I'm still trying to get that train wreck just so I can thoroughly pick it apart. Because I don't want us to, like, go into detail about the game and then spoil it. I'm already aware they had people acting out of character. It's... It's weird as fuck because it's like, excuse me. I'm I'm gonna get the game to play and I'm gonna actually write an article about it. Ellie, Ellie acting out of character because of what happens. It's perfectly fine because she's acting based off reaction and that raw emotion. I get that shit like that will happen. It's what the they execute, did. Yeah, it's what they did it's like, with that reaction was just this makes no sense. Yeah. None of like, this makes sense. Everyone. Like she's killing everybody. Cold hearted cold blooded out of vengeance. But when she gets to Abby, oh uh, man. Uh, 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 yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to save fucking drove here. I keep forgetting like uh. Joe's like, spoil it. I dare you. <laughs> what are you doing over there? Playing some weird ass fighting game. They released more shit for like uh, Super Nintendo on Switch. <laughs> Nick is playing Fighting Street again. Oh no, never again. Yo, yo my character's five foot twelve. Oh, so- that was that fucking game. I know that wasn't Fighting Street. What, what was that? The wrestling game? <laughs> yeah, some wrestling game. I'm, I'm five like, foot twelve. I'm like, excuse you, <laughs> Titan. That nigga name I'm, was Titan. And he was five like, twelve. Like, just I think it was auto wrestling or something like that. Terrible. No, fucking terrible. That was at um. For um, Action, action Burger. That was definitely five Action Burger. Five foot twelve. I heard if you beat the game with him, you get a free copy of Biosapien. Is that that? No, we're not doing this. 
We're not gonna do this. We're not doing this shit. We're not doing that. We're not giving sponsorship to that garbage. Fire, nigga. That shit. Woo-wee. You know what? Oh, could never. Like, I actually want to buy all of it and flame that. I want to flame that work. You better not. That man worked hard on that. You, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Sorry. Don't put out garbage. You mean like them cookies and cream milkshakes? Don't put out garbage. See? He gets it. Your milkshake. It's supposed to be Oreos. It's not. What? Wait. How you fuck up cookies and cream milkshakes? By using ingredient, using a type of cookie that's not, um, what's the word here? Uh, advertised. So, oh, so they put chips ahoy? No. Cookies and cream, but it's but it's not Oreo. It's 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 marketed as Oreo. But they got what the the, the great version? Let me break it down. It's cookies and cream, but it's not the cookie that it's specified. Is it this, is it like similar in like the sandwich cookie style at least? I guess, but it's not what's advertised. Okay. I mean, right. uh, I get that. Let me, let me charge twelve dollars for the fucking shake. Let me let me Send put it back fucking Oreos. Let me let me put it this way for you, right? Say say you go to play Street Fighter four, right? You go to play Street Fighter four and you get Virtual Fighter Two. It's still a fighting game. But that's not what I paid for. Like he was charging Williamsburg prices for shit that didn't have Williamsburg stuff in it. Like, don't talk about you have Oreos. Just say you have sandwich cookies. Just say sandwich cookies. So that's not... I don't know if it's still that way, but that was back before it got that little renovation. When it was just those tables with, with, with whatever that was for the table. And they had like the little duck hunt in the corner. Right, right. Um, no, what I was gonna say. Um twelve dollars? Twelve dollars. Yep. For 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 less than what you paid for. Twelve dollars. How how big was the shake? Not one of these decent. About like maybe, maybe, maybe two, between like twelve and sixteen ounces. Twelve dollars. Twelve dollars. Twelve dollars. Twelve dollars. It definitely was not this size. I tell you that much. Twelve dollars. Twelve dollars. See where we going with this? Twelve dollars. Did it have alcohol in it? Cause I know they sell alcoholic shakes. I like I bought one for. That wasn't. Was this before or after the place changed? Um, they always sold alcoholic shakes. Did they? Yeah, they always did. I remember when I used to go there with um Ayame. They had um alcoholic shakes. Uh, excuse me. 
when the greatest comic novel of all time, Biosapien, was at chapter one. We don't talk. We don't talk about that garbage. I'm gonna flame that garbage. First and foremost, can't be a hater. Biosapien is an achievement. Bio ass. Shit is bio ass. Hold on, I got bio glutus maximus, bio glutus minimus, bio ass. Bio butt cheeks. Yo, you want to know something funny? Bio basura. I go go on. Yo, it's ninety nine cent for your Kindle. Nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get the hard covers. I'm gonna read it and burn them. It's ten dollars. I'm gonna burn it. Wow, so 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 angry. Not gonna lie to you, that's the same effect that people had burning LeBron jerseys. No mm. one cares. They still got your money. Mm. That is true. So far, they got six. Who's that gonna be my money I'm gonna spend? So far, you just said you can buy it. So, yeah, that logic is reason to believe it's your money. So, they got six chapters, they got six books so far. Of garbage. Um, and I. If that was a drinking game and I would have played it, how bad that book was. It'd be R.I.P. I'll be dead. Hold on. I mean, it's nothing but five stars all over. Who? Who, who put five stars for that? What and it's like, that? Yo, This is... Hold on. Let me read the reviews. The f- um, okay. Too many complainers on a great book. Um, hold on. Let me see something. Please tell me something good about it. Please do. Um, so put easy. Easy to read and follow. Took me a little time to adjust to the present tense third person, but it worked for me. The dogfights in advanced UFO and our U.S. Air Force sets up a very interesting plot in the first book. I like this for the most part. Another one who is a verified verified purchase said, <clears throat> This new author is onto something with this first book. It starts off as a mystery. Who are who are these government UFO SWAT people chasing this teenager running from his life? The ship scans his brain and allows him to take control of the ship with his mind. Why, I wonder. I'm guessing this is the answer in the next book. The Air Force trying to shoot down his spaceship was very entertaining. Who said that? Wild what? Wild ass? <laughs> ass? Ass. <laughs> Wait, mm-mm. this review is, there's another one. This review is mostly for books one and two. This was a nice read. It had a lot of new ideas that haven't been explored in such a way. And all the books has me captivated. 
<laughs> in, a, in all, the book kept me captivated, interested in the anticipation of unraveling storyline. Unraveling, yes. Although the story title may give too much, there is plenty to keep the mind enthralled and focused on the subject matter. The author uses a very creative visual stimulation via the printed words in a way only complemented by the graphic art. The story is well thought out. Characters come to life in a vivid fashion to where the reader feels that as they are a part of the story. Uh, very relatable storyline. This, this first of six books, an easy and quick read. The only thing I don't like about this book was the themes of good and evil, bad guys versus good guys. In my personal good opinion, good and evil is good and evil is still ass. <laughs> <laughs> and um, sorry. The only thing I don't like about this book is the themes of good and evil. Bad guys versus good guys, in my personal opinion, these themes have been overused in the mainstream, therefore put this series in some the same class as that puts this series somewhere in the same class of its contemporaries. Being that this is my personal opinion, I believe the average reader will overlook this and find a book that they can enjoy for years to come and share this with their friends and family. There are very many, um, there are many conversational topics. That you don't treat family like that. I'm sorry, they give them like paid reviews. Like when you're watching an infomercial and they be like, real testimonial. <laughs> this was before Disney paid people to say Captain Miss Marvel was Captain Marvel was good. Mm. Um, don't do I'm, that. But <laughs> no, mm. uh, no. Mm. should have stayed as MV Adams. That was some of her best work. Unfortunately, so like I was saying, vividly, fashionly, ass. I'm, I'm, I'm still not done. I believe the average reader will overlook this and find. The book today. I believe, be, being that this is my personal opinion, I believe the average reader will overlook this and find a book that they can enjoy for years to come and share with their friends and family. There are many conversational topics that have a new spin on it. You will find yourself questioning some of your previous thoughts on current subject matters that haven't been addressed in a book previously in science fiction or elsewhere. All in all, I give this book a high score based off its creative originality, and I am looking forward to the rest of the series. Well worth the Kindle price. That's the Kindle ass. I wouldn't share shit like that to friends and family. How dare you? And whoever wrote that, whoever wrote that post, you have no standards, you sack of shit. First <laughs> share garbage to friends and family. How dare you? <laughs> that giving someone a piece of crap American singles is cheese product. <laughs> How you like this? You know, Kraft cheese won the as the ideal cheese for burgers. That was paid. Someone sucking dick. Nah, nah. All right. Okay, I got another. Ooh, I got another one. Another one. Too many complainers on a great book. First of all, those complainers are right. Other three stars. <laughs> oh, they complaining? They're all right in my book. Um. Okay. First of all, these other three star and two star reviews are ridiculous. You people need to grow up. The hero of the story is 19 years old, and the author took 
his mind to react to how a 19-year-old would react in these situations. I remember B&T is saying dumb things in serious situations. The Star Wars, the Star Trek, and other movie references were so funny. I can relate so much to those references. Um, it was so funny. So, so spaceship at 19? That's fucking logical. Cut ass. Get rid of that shit. Nanoscanners rule. <laughs> Nanoscanners Nano rule. Best thing, the best thing. High definition eyes for Jaden inside to his advanced UFO. There come autonomous and can't be controlled by him, which is the icicle that came to the first book, which was a UFO going against the entire Air Force career, sonic booms, flying at high speed, and having a big showdown in Lower Manhattan. There's an animation video to the scene on the Biosapien website. Awesome! Descriptions of character details in this chapter. There were even a scene where, be, um, where a building caught on fire and the UFO used some monocle technology to break fire monocles down by taking them out in seconds to fire. <clears throat> Do UFO leave an Earth atmosphere is so mesmerizing. Traveling to Jupiter in 30 minutes at the speed of light. I love this. I, I could tell the author for That's a lot not of how speed of light fucking works. <laughs> uh, you know what? Can, can I finish? Best this? thing for that series, I'll use it as toilet paper. That's it. Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I? <laughs> uh, oh man! Oh man! <laughs> Could tell the author put a lot of research into space speeds, Jupiter, and the moon Europa. He fucking <clears throat> did it. My I man fucking thought my man in the zoo book and thought information about planets. I actually Googled some details and learned there's an ice moon called Europa that might support alien life. The author put a super imagination into what animals might look like and to act under that icy moon and created for a fun, very funny adventurous chapter. The book ends with some very informative flashbacks to explain the moments before Jaden was running from the UFO police in the first chapter. I was the UFO police? Yeah, the, I, I the, what? <laughs> no. The book ends with some very informative flashbacks to explain the moment no, before Jaden was running from the UFO that. police in the first chapter. I was waiting to I was waiting for some character buildup and it worked. I think the author was trying to jump into the action and develop the character later. I liked it. It worked. Very different from what I usually read, but he or she covered their bias. <clears throat> I already started reading the second book, and I am hooked. I definitely recommend this book. That's why he don't get no ass. Alright, y'all want to read the two... Y'all want me to read the two-star review? Oh, the truth? <laughs> Please. Uh, it's I heard a bunch of garbage be, enough as it is. It's too juvenile to be in the dope book, and I won't really suggest some of the same, um, some of the content to younger viewers, um, either. Jaden is a narcissistic teenage boy who thinks, um, he's on top of the world. Everything's a joke, and everyone owes him something. As he's running away from the military, he stumbles upon an alien spacecraft, which his body begins to undergo changes that will make him pretty much superhuman. While this is going on, Jaden is having fun 
playing in a spaceship and learning his new abilities, which is mostly just causing um, trouble everywhere he goes. During this, Major Robinson has made his current life mission to capture or eliminate, um, eliminate Jaden at all costs. The story is told through Jada's point of view, but it's first person. Um, but and this first person also allowed the um, you to feel as almost you're there as well. I won't necessarily suggest this book for adults because the character is very juvenile, including the adult ones. I wouldn't really suggest it for younger viewers either because it's some uh, because of some of this content. It's too juvenile to be an adult book, and I really suggest it to younger contents and viewer, um, younger viewers either. There is a three-star review. Not everyone digs like a 19-year-old boy. Jaden has a tough choice to make. Does he trust the military who are chasing him, or does he trust a UFO scanning him? If he chooses the military, he stays on Earth, but would anyone ever hear from him again? But if he chooses the UFO, he were, uh, will he ever see his friends and family? Will they probe him with some type of experiment? He has to make the choice now if he wants to live. Biosapia Bio Optic Rap is the first stuff. First in the series of sci-fi action adventure graphic type novels. I'm not honestly sure if it's classified as a graphic novel or no, all the illustrations are loaded for me. Nope, I read it on a Kindle and not all the pictures downloaded. So had had what looked like QR codes or placeholders might want to update that. So I think the illustrations might be very helpful and some of the more choppier action scenes. I should know that some of the writing in the presentation tends to... Um, I should note that the writing is in present tense deliberately, and many of the scenes are very action-oriented as you are living them through Jaden in real time. Um, very little. Um, this was little confusing at first, but it made sense as I read on. Although I admit it's an acquired taste, possibly too much for some, what did bother me was that everyone sounded like a 19-year-old boy. The journalist, the military personnel, Jaden's parents, various aliens, etc. I did think that more attention needed to be paid to character voices as they clearly um, a high level military officer with decades of experience is not going to talk like a teenager. The science was interesting but, understand but understandable for the most part, which I appreciated. Overall, it seems like it could be a good series, but there's some honing and, um, honing and character development needed. He's being too nice. That shit is garbage. There's no hope for garbage like that. <laughs> You know what's the worst part? There's only one three-star review, one two-star review. The rest are five stars. And it says too many complainers. Too many... <clears throat> what the fuck is Optic Rap? Wait. <laughs> Hold up. Um, I like this book, but I needed to know what an Optic Rap meant. The subtitle of this book. As a Star Trek fan and a man of science, I needed this new made-up word explained. I needed... To make logical sense for me, what was going on in the book, to give this book one star. Wait, what? Um, huh? I am confused about what is this. Did he get this a five star review just to shit on it? I like this book, uh, but I needed to know. You don't. <laughs> I like this book, but I needed no, to. No, you don't. <laughs> but I need to know what an optic rap meant, the subtitle of the book. As a Star Trek fan and a man of science, I needed to I needed this new made-up word explained. It needed to make logical sense for me, or I was going to give this book one star. There was a brief explanation in this book, but that wasn't enough. I was pissed off and started reading and started started this review with one star. Before I clicked submit review, I waited to read the first two chapters of the second book. 
and the chapter Bologna explained it to Jaden in details. There are 70,000 more years of advanced than human ships traveled as the speed of light towards a star. The ship breaks down into trillions of molecule pieces, like transporting itself into beaming itself, and enter subspace. Subspace is how Star Trek ships communicate. These nanoscanners guide the ship, and when the particles slingshot into subspace from star to star, using the strings in the universe, the nanoscanners are also responsible in resembling the ships outside of a star. So the ships use the star energy as a power source. It's sort of like Earth's fabric optic system, but more advanced. The ships make it... Oh, my God. The ships make it to a galactic mode that uses the subspace under that to travel to the next galaxy, which is Andromeda. When the ships come out of Andromeda Galactic Center, it continues to go to the star until it reaches its destination. The author, as Spock would say, your science logic is... Shut up. No more. Turn that garbage off. Oh, uh... Mind you, they keep on giving reviews about chapters one and two in the review of chapter one. I, I just want to point that out. Utter garbage. Disgust me. Yeah, like I'm just. All those people were lying. You're gonna say that book is good? How much did he pay to you? Hope it was worth it. Cause I'm gonna now I'm gonna go on that book review page review and I'm gonna put my two cents in it now. Thank you. Oh no. Thank you. And I will put my name in that section. Like, here you go. I, I'm I'm gonna flame that book now. I feel like I lost brain cells reading these reviews. I'm gonna, I'm gonna flame that book. Uh, and anywho, The Last of Us won way too many awards. <laughs> yeah, I think we passed that already. Okay, uh, I, I tried to. We left that shift already. To this other, other garbage. Ah, uh, I mean, a lot of things that gave other people headaches. Um. Cyberpunk has been the topic of conversation. Um, Joe, I know you played the game. Well, you currently are playing the game, so I'm going to wait for you to talk last to kind of debunk anything or give a more accurate representation of what the game is because you are playing the game. You're experiencing it firsthand. Huh? Go for it. Okay. Um, A lot of people are upset that Cyberpunk 27.7 came out with bugs. Apparently... Um, the company CD Projekt Red has been lying to the people, um, lying to the people, lying to the shareholders, saying that the game was finished and pushed it out for its release. And throughout leaked conversations, um, leaked audio, it's very much so that CD Projekt Red is being vilified for how poorly the game is playing on current base systems, um, the Xbox One and the PlayStation Four. 
not very much so the um, the PS4 Pro and or Xbox One X. Um, <clears throat> my personal opinion on the matter. Actually, no, show you got anything to say? Because I'm, I'm sure you heard about it. Yeah. Like I said, um, the story's not bad. The story's oh, you got it? I don't have it. I've been watching some gameplays and stuff on it. Oh, I've been okay. watching the else play. And okay. I've seen Drove play it too. The story's not bad. Oh, you seen Son in the Elevator? Yo, like, <laughs> how? 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 Like, <laughs> My man's bouncing in the elevator dead. <laughs> Dude, I'm like, yo, I'm like. Sometimes people need to bounce, nigga. Like, so, like I knew this was going to happen. I knew this was going to happen. I didn't think it was going to be this bad. But then you realize CD Projekt had the same issue with The Witcher when it launched. Witcher three. Uh, so, yeah. Let me finish. Let me finish the second cup real quick. Hold on. First and foremost. I didn't said this numerous times before, especially this past week. Mind you, it's only it's been less than a week. Um, it's been a week today. It's been two weeks as of today. Um, I truthfully, truthfully, can only blame CD Projekt Red for so much. Um, do I think that all games should be completed upon release? Yes, I do. Do I think that glitches should be limited and crashes are unacceptable? Give or take, depending on which game it is. Do I think the outcry of people complaining is worth what you're getting? Absolutely, positively, the fuck not. Especially when games which has just as much glitches or more glitches are going are getting away with you either A still playing through the game or B putting the game in the background until it's fixed and then you play it later. Do I think CD Project Red should shouldn't have lied and said the game was finished? Technically they didn't lie, because the game was finished on the now current generation consoles being Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5. PC runs pretty good. The fucking Google Stadia runs pretty good. Yeah, the Stadia. Um Stadia. Stadia. Um it's going to probably run better on that new KFC chicken warmer console. Probably runs efficient on that, but um, people are complaining how it runs on the PlayStation and the Xbox, mostly being PlayStation. Um, I didn't see people complaining about other games that had 
whole modes you couldn't even get into. Like, I literally have video on how bad the Avengers multiplayer glitch was where you was just on the base going through a floor and you couldn't, literally couldn't access it. Ooh. The thing is... The thing is... The thing what makes this worse... Yes, there's other games that did glitches just as bad. I wouldn't say worse than... CD project. Uh, like uh, the Miles Morales launch launch glitches. The Miles Morales PS5 brick glitch is the Linux game. Wait, oh. it bricked the whole system? Yeah. So brick the story. So and you, you have to system wait. restore it in order for you to use your PS5 again. There's some people still suffering from that. Yeah, because if you upload, if you try to play the Spider-Man Remastered, that's what caused it. If you left it on standby. But. It's stupid. That's, that's stupid. Like, you know what I mean? People leave their PlayStation 5s on, PlayStations on standby, either to download new um, updates while they're sleeping, charge the controllers while they're sleeping, or... When they know they're just taking a break and they're gonna come back in like an hour or so. Oh yeah, no. Leave I... it on standby. Leaving your stuff on standby mode happens a lot for consoles. Even though it's never recommended, people still do that. The fact that this is still a fucking thing, people still didn't give Maserales that same type of energy at all. The thing is, my yeah. reason why I know I agree with you on the ish. Like Miles should have, like the Spider-Man remaster should have gotten that energy. And then, um, Valhalla has his typical Assassin's Creed glitches. Um, Skyrim has this glitch, right? When you're in the beginning of the game, um, you wake up, you know, you get the meme, you about to get beheaded, dragon comes in, interrupts your shit, you go into the one of the tunnels and you go downstairs. There is a glitch as of last month that you sit there, you go downstairs, the person that you're with, that you're supposed, that's supposed to help you through the beginning of the game, never fucking loads. So you can't progress through the first part of the game. That was there from almost the beginning of the game's launch. Skyrim is almost 10 years old. Skyrim is a very beloved game. Don't get me wrong, people still make fun of it, but Skyrim is still a very overall beloved game. People are bitching and complaining about a game that got pushed back three times in one year after they were very transparent with you. It Within that one year, it got pushed back. Talking in the reasons of why it's being pushed back. The gaming community bitched and complained Send them death threats and complain how them pushing back the game for whatever reason is unacceptable. They need to work faster and just release the game. Well, congratulations. You got. you got what you paid for. So I don't care if CD Project Man CD Project Red lied to shareholders. Cause y'all reaction to them telling you. Some of the glitches that they were telling you about 
It's stuff that I addressed in letters. Some of the driving, no, the melee, some of the, the hype. And uh, I get that too, but we get to that later. People need to understand. I keep on saying this. If you think the gaming community does not play a part in why this launch was as sloppy as it was, you are sadly mistaken. And it's just oh, yeah. that people don't want to take accountability for the fact that they took a part in this shitty ass release. Now, when I buy the game and I play the game and there's hardly any glitches and I play the game and I really enjoy the game, I'm probably going to laugh at everybody because I'm like, you bought the game already. Put the fucking yeah. game on the shelf. You don't play single-player games 24-7. Relax. Know when to play the game. And then play the fucking game and enjoy it. Yeah, it's, people get so fucking frustrated in playing a game upon release. Playing a game upon release. And to the point where they feel like if it doesn't work as soon as they get it, it's completely another garbage. I do think that first impressions do mean something. But I also do take into effect that a lot of games are going to have these problems and do have these problems. People like breaking up older games from older generations that these games were perfect. No, the fuck they weren't. We were just oblivious to what these glitches were at the time. Conker's Bad Fur Day. Great game. It's a horrible fucking platformer. That game is clinky as fuck. But I still enjoy it. The first fable. First Fable, clanky as fuck. One of the most beloved games in the Xbox generation. The first Fable. Telltale game. How the Telltale game on the Wii U and I Wii. I literally watched Dro play the Telltale Batman game. Every time he got into a vehicle, the screen was white behind him in the car. This game is over, I want to say, at least three years old. Smoke. It's not even. It's not even a smoke screen. It's just a big ass white boxes, just there, glitching. I was playing um Telltale's The Walking Dead season one, season one, one of the most beloved fucking games from Telltale. There was a whole part where I beat the fast when I beat. Um, I did the fast. Um, I did the quick time event. After I did the quick time event, they cut to the cutscene. The camera went in one direction, and my character died. Mid-cinematic. As in, I failed the button react. There's, uh, we can talk about how unpolished No Man's Sky was. You know, No Man's Sky went through all that. No Man's Sky... Dealt with the grit of angry fan people and worked his way to the comeback story of the fucking year, in my opinion. Um, Borderlands 3 came with his glitches. Um, Borderlands 3 is still playable. Uh, People feel like they've been scammed. I... No. No, they weren't. That's that's a... a, Put your game... To the side and just wait. Because the game's yeah, not going cool. anywhere. It's not like Anthem. Anthem literally said they got all this coming out and then said, you know what? We we are not 
your game is over. It's not like Final Fantasy 15 where they were coming out with episodes and then they had financial trouble and then they had to end it. They're literally telling you they just dropped it. They just dropped an update today, allegedly, or today or tomorrow, whatever the case may be. But I've seen something. They dropped already. one recently when the last time I streamed and I still crashed. But I'm not even sure what they changed or fixed or updated. But it's not stopping me. People, I don't understand. If you're complaining about the game having glitches and you're complaining about the game having bugs and crashing on you and all you do is play the game again without an update without the update playing the same game without the update and thinking that it's magically fixed you are a fucking idiot i, I bet you i bet you if the glitch a glitch in there allows you to have infinite eddies nobody would be complaining because they could have the most powerful character that they wanted real fucking fast like, pe- like, how many? It's just to me. It's like they only like glitches that help them that they can exploit that actually yeah, helps. That's, that's another thing about most games I was going to mention. They was able to exploit the the glitches and bugs that was in the game for most of these games for their benefit. Like, I remember Call of Duty Modern Warfare upon launch was almost unplayable multiplayer crossplay. Remember, me and Joe, it used to take us 30 minutes just to see if we can get a match together. It used to, we all play like maybe one match and then it'll just have us in the lobby. It'll kick one of us off, but we wouldn't know we kicked off. There was times it just crashed. There was times yeah, where was- Modern Warfare had a fucking whole. Gun, gun mutation fucking glitch. And two, the thing is, Cyberpunk was supposed to have been a PS4 Xbox One release. That's, I think, another reason why that's kind of like boiling down to. <laughs> I did that. I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> like, like I said, is it the best reason for it? No, but we have to kind of point it out. Because the, the game was on production for eight years. If, if that's Eight, the case, seven years. if that's nah, the case, we, we, can't, we can't use that one. Final Fantasy Seven Remake was supposed to be for the PlayStation Three. Oh yeah, and like I said, I agree. Like I said, I'm not saying that's the reasonable choice, but just something just to call out there. I mean, honestly, yeah, that's just like I'm just saying because like, if you sit know, there, like, especially with the budgets and stuff that game companies are given. You're not gonna have the perfect game on launch. My I don't buy. Is if, if it's supposed to be for last gen, and honest to God, if it's supposed to be for last gen, then last gen shouldn't be the one with these problems. For as long as yeah. they're working on it, I don't know. I agree. I don't really care because I'm gonna enjoy myself either way. But let's be honest: if your focus for those years was regular cop current gen, and not next gen. I don't know why all these problems are on this gen. That's the way they stopped you and was like, hey, you got to focus on PS5 and only PS5. Obviously, the game working better on PlayStation 5 and Xbox One X and PC compared to working on um, Sony, uh, PlayStation 4, and um, Xbox One. Xbox One. God damn it. I hate Xbox names. Fucking hell. Um... 
wholeheartedly, hey, don't bro. Hate him. Play him. I know, but still, wholeheartedly, it's obvious that they made the made this game for the next console of gen, uh, next generation consoles. It's obvious. It's eminent right there. I can understand they announced it. Fucking, they announced it seven years ago, but they announced it while they were wrapping up The Witcher Three. They literally stated, "Hey, The Witcher Three is our last Witcher game in the series." But let's show you. If I'm not mistaken, also had mad fucking bugs. That exactly. And Witcher 3 is fucking hard. It's a very difficult ass game. Yes, because you get your ass beat by a nigga in a helmet with no clothes on. (laughs) That's how bad you get mopped in that game. That's how hard that game is. Witcher 3 is very difficult. You can die by almost anything. Like I said. They should have announced that if they would announce Cyberpunk 2077 was an exclusive new-gen launch, I think it would have put a bit more ease on the game. No. They should have announced that regardless. I, like, I if they say it would be open about stuff, because, because the way they were saying it was pushing back, oh, we have to fix this, we have to fix that. I think that should have been it should have been brought up, regardless. They would have had the and same they reaction. Ch- they literally would have had the same reaction. Hey, just letting you know, we decided to deviate from current generation consoles and pushing it for next gen consoles. Oh my god, but I pre-ordered it for my PlayStation Four. What are you telling me? The game's not going to work for my PlayStation Four. Why are you doing that? That's so rude. This is unacceptable. Uh. Literally, what would have happened? Get, they That's... acting like they acting like Project CD Red wasn't trying to be transparent with most of the shit that was going on. Yeah. Like that's the thing I'm saying. I'm like, yo, I don't care what they did behind the scenes with their shareholders or that other shit. I'm like, y'all can't, y'all, y'all, y'all can't sit here. Not any of them shareholders. I'm like, y'all can't it's sit there and be mad at CD Project Red for the shareholder shit and whatever um leaked audio was there talking about you feeling scanned when you buy shit from EA and you buy shit from Activision all the fucking time, bro. And EA is known for like scams. I, I don't want to hear shit. Remember how fucking furious y'all was when fuck when how furious niggas was when fucking uh, Marvel vs. Capcom three had all their DLC already on the desk and you still had to pay for them. Ooh, I forgot about that. Like I don't want to hear it, bro. Don't tell me you don't tell me you got scared. Bro. You mean the same shit Street Fighter did? Same shit Street Fighter did. These niggas sold you the fucking story mode after the fact. And it was already on the disc. Oh. Oh, y'all want a story mode? Hey, go. $9.99. Pay up. I'm like, okay. For a story but mode two, that made no sense. Also, with Cyberpunk, they was taking pre-orders since the end of the PS3 era. When they first announced the game, they was taking pre-orders. So there's some people that pre-ordered that. the game for like eight years. I get that. I get that. I do get that. I honestly do get that. <coughs> but do I give a fuck? No. no. Should no anyone really give a fuck about when you pre-order the game? No. no one told you stupid. No so. one told you to pre-order the <laughs> fucking game as soon as you heard of it. Nigga said, yeah. I, I get that. I do. But do I give a fuck, though? Absolutely no, that was, not. That's crazy. I got kids, too. I don't give a shit Damn. Damn, my kid really wanted that game eight years ago. Who told you to go to buy the game now? 
Stupid. You chose to pre-order. I don't understand why people pre-order games eight years in fucking advance. Anyway, I don't understand why without a like it's you're buying it online, which a, a good portion of these people are doing. You're buying it online. You can literally pre-order the game a day before it comes out and still get every pre-order reward. What the fuck are you doing pre-ordering a game eight years before the game comes out? No release. Bozo move. That's a bozo. You can't expect me to blame CD Projekt Red for that when no one told you to do that. They didn't tell you to do that. They just put it up there. Like, uh, shout out, and it's like one thing I give Gearbox credit for. There was one guy that bought, um, that pre-ordered Duke Nukem Forever when they first announced it in the early 2000s. Uh, I have early 2000s. I think that was still late 90s when they announced Duke Nukem Forever. 2000s. I was like 99, 2000s. Gearbox not only refunded him his money, but gave him the game for free. Now, regardless of how... Duke Nukem Forever was. I still respect that. You know why? Because no one fucking told you to pre-order the game years before the game comes out. Me, I don't even think about pre-ordering a game until I see a fucking release date. And I see it being closer to that release date. The main reason I was playing fucking um, Ghost of Tsushima as ambitious as I was... Was because, yo, I want to beat this before Cyberpunk comes up. Then I will buy Cyberpunk after I finish the game. Then I see all the glitches. I'm like, eh, maybe I can wait. What game I could play in the meantime? And I'll probably wait, probably play the game till Christmas or a little bit after Christmas time when I'm done with Hades to play Cyberpunk 2077 afterwards. Well, would you look at that? It's almost Christmas time and I'm seeing a lot less people with these fucking glitches. Fucking great. With a cap, with a capital G and a capital T and a period at the end, little tiny period, bloop. And I like, I just don't get it. I have no sympathy for these fucking gamers because y'all sit there and bitch and complain about everything that that doesn't go your way. Like, it, it's like dealing with like what you want to be a fanboy for in your fucking series that you didn't really invest any time in. You're looking for everything that's wrong. Just to sit there and act like you're with the majority of people that's saying the game is bad. And then you're condemning anybody who's saying the game is fucking good. Because I made a status on my Facebook the other day saying that a lot of people that are saying go- um, that saying Cyberpunk 2077 is bad is people that never played the game. And people that play, that I know for a fact, play buggier fucking games that shouldn't be played the way they are. Yep. Like, I really truly... Like, people play Fallout. I bought Fallout 76. It took them two years to add NPCs to an MMO. Two years! NPCs! Massive multiplayer online game! Explain that to me. I don't care. I really don't care. Fucking No Man's Sky took a while for it to be um took a while for it to be made um multiplayer for everyone. Hey, hell, Among Us started 
as only player to player interactions online. It wasn't online. It started off as a basic ass game. With three people. With three fucking people. Oh my God. I guarantee you, if Among Us, when it came out like that, people would be bitching because people are never happy. Again, I'll say this again. If your game, if you're not satisfied with your game, you can either request a refund and shut the fuck up, or you can play something else until your game is ready, then go back and play the game and enjoy the game. Like you do with every other fucking game. Diablo 3 had glitches. World of Warcraft always has fucking glitches. Fucking um, League of Legends is never... Let's not huh? forget about that. Huh? And World of Warcraft overcharges you for shit. And World of Warcraft overcharges you for shit. League of Legends is never balanced. Mortal Kombat had one through the one through one of the most tumultuous years I've ever seen in my fucking life. Still made it to fucking um, fighting game of the year. People still fucking play it religiously. Street Fighter Five had one of the worst launches I've ever seen in a video game. Literally, I figured to be that's easily top two in the worst video game launch I've ever seen in my fucking life. Street Fighter Five Vanilla is atrocious. I do not care what anybody says about that. People still play Street Fighter Five, pretty religiously. They gave us nine fucking characters. I like. I'll never forget it. I'll never forget the day I watched that game on launch, and I'm literally sat there and looked at my boy. I'm like, yo, this shit looks fucking trash. Game's trash, you know. Um. Fucking people were bitching about Ripley when fucking um Ripley and fucking Richter and. When um Smash Ultimate first came out, like Richter hits too hard. Why Ripley can't fly? Who hey, made this? Get- Shut up! Get up, Smash. First off, they lucky Ridley is how he is because Ridley is drastically downsized for all them fuckers that never touched Brawl. When you fight Meta Ridley, regular Ridley is like slightly smaller than that. Ridley should be taking up at least half of Final Destination. Y'all niggas need to be quiet. Speaking of Smash, these these so niggas. I I will get to Sephiroth and his Legion of Doom later. Um, Fuck this nigga in particular. I honestly can't fucking fathom how many people really bitch about Cyberpunk 2077 and feel like they've been scammed and been fucking robbed of their fucking innocence over this game. This part is a lot of journalists that never touched the game that are saying this. And then people feeding into that shit. And it's like, oh man, it's a bad game, it's glitchy as this. Yes, the game have all like I said, every game of the current game and meta on launch date always have problems. Is it excusable? No, but you're gonna work with what your budget, what you can do. Every game had that problem. Every game has that problem. It's just the severity that what makes it um, well people go through the game. So I'm thinking Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Remember, everyone was looking like the fucking Dorian Gray and um. Did not, did not short had a face? Yes. All right then. Oh, that's actually um. All right then. Um, so Unity. I'm sorry, Unity. You're right. That's but Unity. Y'all want to talk no. about scams? Far Cry Primal. Is the ex- same exact map of Far-, Far Cry 3. Primal is the same map as 3. Same map. 
just prehistoric. Same map. 65-31 you spent. Buying that game day one. I don't That's funny. want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Joe, but, me and Joe was but, talking about Grand Theft Auto Online. Hold on, hold on. Before we even go into that, I just found it funny. People say Far Cry 4 is actually one of the worst Far Cries in the in the series, but it's not. I don't know. That wouldn't seem to have the easiest mindfuck where you could beat the game by not doing anything. And then it also just had a lot it had a lot more depth to, into it than any of the other Far Cries I've touched. So I don't I don't really get how Far Cry 4 was bad. What I don't what I also don't understand is and I'm not sure if they have this in 5 cuz I haven't touched it is why in just about every other Far Cry I touch, you have some fucking, uh, I'd say, Native American or some type of, like, tribal fucking spirit quest you go on, and you get these random tribal fucking powers from it. White people. I'm blaming... Far Cry 1 through fucking 4 are some of the most similar fucking games I've ever played. Oh, yeah, they, they definitely are basically cut and paste, but, like... At least I happen to like the story behind four. I never played four. I heard uh, four was good. Dude, four was one of the first P4 games I plat. Well, not one of the first, but it was like the third P4 game I platinumed. Well, that's one of the first. That's still in that region. Well, the first two were Last of Us and Infamous, so. Mm. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't as bad as people make it out to be. And I also found out why Rico decides to call himself fucking honey badger. Because if you ever fought an opium opiumed out honey badger, let me tell you. <laughs> this shit was tanking upgraded bullets from a M60. A whole clip. That's over 200 bullets. And a little ass honey badger. And that little motherfucker was coming for more. I was like, yeah, these shits ain't fucking around. I'm gonna have to skin this little nigga alive. Cause that motherfucker, like, I was like, I was shooting the scar at him. And yes, I will take every chance I get to rip on the scar in Modern Warfare 2019. That gun sucks. God. <laughs> How you got a 20 round mag as your base and your fucking movement speed to make the gun as heavy as every other assault rifle only gives you 30 bullets. When other guns that hit harder and have way better time to kill and less recoil can hold up to like 50 to 100 bullets at 40 at max. This shit goes 20, 25, 30 and carrying 30 makes you feel like you're using an LMG. I need to be, it needs to be hitting a lot stronger than what it is for that shit to even be the fucking highest amount of bullets you can carry in that. Yo. Anyway, Scar sucks. That shit was funny because I like Drew was playing the campaign, and there's one part where they made him spawn with the scar, and this man went on a complete rant until he switched his gun. He's like, "The fuck? This is the scar? Oh hell no!" I I shit you not. <laughs> I shit you not. I aimed the shit. I was dead center with somebody, and in in multiplayer, I mean in single player campaign, they give you aim assist like snap aim. I shot at this motherfucker. He tanked five whole bullets, turned around and said, Oh, my God, mo shinderu. And Nani? bodied me. And I was like, <laughs> This gun suck. <laughs> Trash. This car ain't shit. 
I had a better chance of using a smoke grenade to kill him than the scar. I had a better chance of killing this man with a care package that ain't in single player than using the scar. I had a better chance of calling Snoop Dogg to announce that he was in the game and kill him than using the scar. The scar oh. ain't shit. Whoever was the one who coded that shit need to quit their job and put their motherfucking head back down. Shout out Chisel Adonis. <laughs> Cause that gun ain't shit. Anywho. Terrible. Fucking Ratatasker and Smite. Awful. Oh god. Awful. The new god with the fucking Emma Fudd musket. I, I, I listen, I ain't touched Smite in so long. You speaking foreign shit to me. There's a new god. Uh, uh, I'm not going back. Uh, okay. I'm um not going back. You know my pro- you know my requirements to go back to that game, and it ain't never gonna happen. So we ain't we ain't leave it at that. Say less. Smite um, stopped being good when they got rid of Haste and Fatalis. They they <laughs> Um hmm. The thing is, with um, to get back on topic, with Cyberpunk, yeah, to get back on topic with Cyberpunk, I feel like the gaming community feels too entitled, but they're also ridiculously spoiled. Too spoiled. to the to the point where whenever they don't get what they want, they start bitching and complaining and bitching and complaining and bitching and complaining. They give you what you want. They bitch and complain, bitch and complain, bitch and complain. They don't give you what they want. They bitch and complain, they bitch and complain, and bitch and complain. It's like watching wrestling fans. Oh, I was about to say, uh, are you talking about gaming or wrestling? It's like watching wrestling fans. Like they had a, they're like in the same category now. No, you know, no, they, oh no, they're not. But it's like watching them. So the thing that I hate, and the thing that's with fandoms is, all of them are starting to act the exact same. When it comes to, like, you know, how toxic Steven Universe fans are, to how toxic Gravity Falls fans are, to how toxic even My Little Pony fans are, there is always those radicals and those extremists who decide that their voice is more important than who the actual intended audience is, or rather that they have this inflated sense of self-importance that what they say must go. And anything else is just, well, poppycock, for a lack of a better term. And these motherfuckers will get, ban up, and find other suitable virgins, much like themselves, and decide to go on a rant, sending death threats. These motherfuckers don't know, or probably will never know, and if they do know, shame on them for even doing it, what it takes to fucking make a video game. Who you have to appease while you're making a video game. What people you have to answer to and what sacrifices you got to make in order to appease them to get this game out, to get sales and profits going. Because once they start divulging their money into you, it don't matter if you sick. It don't matter if you about to die. It don't matter if you in a coma. Your ass better rise like Taker after his final farewell because we all know his old ass coming back and get to work. <laughs> like it, it makes no sense we literally 
do not know when they told CD Projekt Red, stop making this for this gen. We don't care what your progress is for this gen. Start taking your assets and programming it for next gen. Whatever the specs are, make them higher. Whatever you got to do, make it faster. Oh, that's, that side ain't ready yet? Well, don't worry. We're not using um, footage from that. We're showing them the what the game looks like at its highest capacity. This will force everyone to buy the next-gen consoles. Unfortunately, we can't buy the next-gen consoles because motherfuckers can't scalp Comic-Con tickets, so they scalp the next best thing. Fucking game systems. They got to get that fixed somehow, right? Yeah, see, see how not limited to what niggas can buy fucks up the economy, right? Because motherfuckers could have all had a P5. It wasn't that expensive. Fuck, fucking, there's not. We could have all had one, but motherfuckers grabbed that shit. They had bots sitting to buy them. But Technically, I got... them are sold at underprice. You want to be realistic. And then on top of that. There was a dude who literally had mad at him. And was divulging that he was trying to sell him, and then some dude like leaked his IP, and dude got hope he got and clapped. He got I hope and got clapped. He died. <laughs> Son dropped his IP in a forum for people to go find exactly where he was. They ran up in there and clapped that nigga. But I digress. That's not what I'm talking about here. Anyway. There's so much shit you gotta do and so many people you gotta appease when making a video game. Take it from me, someone who has been there for a good bit to see, get a good taste of what's behind the scenes and what bullshit goes on, who you have to work with and who they have to answer to, and in turn, what that means for you, the person who isn't even probably supposed to be doing half the shit that you're currently doing. So you make this game, you release it, you show it off, and... You know damn well there's a shitstorm on the other end that you wish you had just maybe a month more time to try to iron out or smooth out before it hits mass consumer. And you can't. So now you gotta get your you gotta take your your head out your ass and write get your PR team on it. Write apology letters that you probably wouldn't have had to write if you would have got more time. But people like listening to entitled crybabies who do not make video games, who do not know what this industry is, that industry is about, does not do anything but sit on their ass and buy copy after copy of video games that's already come out and be like, oh, Madden 05 is better than Madden 06 because they added a new juke. Wow, I've never played a game this good. I mean, Madden 05 is better than Madden 06 because Madden 06 added that terrible ass fucking quarterback vision that Listen, they tried to push for fair games, bro. We're not talking about that. We're just making a point here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, My days of Madden ended with that QB vision, but we're going to stop. I'm sorry. That, <laughs> that almost killed me right there. I'm like... Fortunately, you could turn that shit off, but not on online play. Exactly. Yeah, we, we don't talk about that. <laughs> They took out Madden cards and trials for this. But there's there's way too much work behind the scenes. There's so much shit that goes unseen. And CD Projekt Red is doing their best to handle this. 
But it's still crazy with these same radicals and people who feel like they're so outspoken and their word is so much gospel. The moment as you come with a logical opinion to their anger, you're a bootlicker or you're an ass kisser or you're an apologist. Motherfucker, you forget we in the middle of a pandemic. They team ain't even together to have people testing in a room side by side trying to replicate bugs. They are all doing this shit from homes. They can't be within six feet of one fucking other to figure out most of this shit as it happens. They are literally sending each other fucking mass file copies back and forth to each other over home Wi-Fi. Not their high-speed servers and shit that they're using because they can't be in their office where they are paid to be to run their games. To test this shit, to make sure it doesn't come out like how Outer's, Outer Worlds was when it first dropped. To make sure it doesn't come out like Fallout 76. To make sure it doesn't come out like Fallout 4. To make sure it doesn't come out like Fallout 3. And, and to make sure even New Vegas had some problems when it first came out. It don't matter. This genre, this specific type of first-person RPG-esque type games all came out with fucking big-ass glitches. Even Borderlands came out with some fucking glitches. You can't tell me it didn't. But damn if y'all motherfuckers didn't play and eat that shit up because you had somebody like Handsome Jack in your fucking air telling you to meet Butt Stallion. Y'all motherfuckers love some witty humor and witty banter that you can overlook certain things. There are people who literally can't play Borderlands because the cell shit and literally fucks with their vision. No one says a thing about that. There are guns that don't work. There are shit you can't pick up. There's been patches and bugs on top of bugs. There's been enemies that don't die, that's supposed to die. There's been damage that you don't even know where it's coming from because the enemy is invisible. Shit's happened. But what happened afterwards? Gearbox got down with it. They fixed the problems and they got it. They, it, was, it was over and dealt with. You guys ain't even given CD Projekt Red a chance to get the fucking bugs over and done with. I can understand, even in a pandemic, if this shit went on to, like, February without any noticeable patches put out, I, I could see a little bit of outrage there. But not even a lot. Just a little bit. But the game ain't unplayable. All you motherfuckers know what the game is about. All you motherfuckers got the game because Keanu Reeves was in it. Be honest. And it's... Not even a bad game. I've seen games with worse stories. Yes, it starts off slow. It gives you. It, it's a little hard to get into until you fully understand what the fuck's going on. But once you get there, you're there, and it's up to you to see what of Night City, what Night City has to offer. And if you don't like the game, chances are either you're not exploring it properly, or you tried to explore it properly and you just don't like the game. And there's nothing wrong with that. But for all you motherfuckers that are sitting there, don't even own a copy of the game and just listening to what what culture has to say or what what uh any gaming sheet IGN and don't get me wrong, this ain't a shot at what culture. I love them to death, but for you listening to these journalists and not getting your own opinion, you're misinformed. You're stupid. Yeah. Now the game ain't on the PSN market anymore for you to get, and motherfuckers are complaining. That they can't keep the game if they get it refunded. That's, that's the fun. Oh that's, my that's god! I was gonna. Works. You give the game back and you get your money back. You don't get to keep it. Kind of stupid shit is a fucking restaurant, bro. And what's crazy about this? What's funnier is that there are people. Well, not even people. I don't know how many people actually did this, but I consider them like 
crafty fucking bastards for this. So CD Projekt Red was also like, you know, if you send us your receipt, if you can't return it to which you got it from, you know, we'll try our best to get this handled. There's a dude who saw that, went to Target, bought the game, showed them the receipt, got his refund back, and still has the game. That's smart. I can't be mad at him. That game is actually going to be worth a pretty fucking penny if it doesn't come back on the market. And here's, and here's another and thing. And before, I, I was saying that... Before you get to that, before you get to that, there's also a meme going around that said, if you ever feel useless, just remember, there's a cyberpunk-based Xbox One that can't run cyberpunk. And I'm like, yeah, will we? And then you're going to be stupid because then that cyberpunk same Xbox is going to be worth so much fucking money and you're going to wish you had one. Yeah. Don't understand how hindsight works and they're not using their common sense. But then again, that's superpower. And let's be real. A lot of you motherfuckers didn't wake up with any on the 21st. So. Yeah. Oh, don't get me started. Okay. I think Sony taking it off its marketplace is one of the dumbest decisions I've ever seen Sony do. Because what if CD Projekt Red patches up the game, right? Which they will eventually do. And now they got DLC that they want to put out. Now, huh? Which there's going to be. Which there's going to be. The game already hinted the DLCs and stuff. So... It wouldn't be wrong for CDPR to be like, I'm not, we're not going to release this DLC for Sony. You have to deal with the fucking fan out um, backlash for that because no one told you to take it off the fucking uh, marketplace. If for whatever reason that happens, I'm going to be livid because I'm enjoying the game. Like, I'm laughing at every fanboy that was crying. Like, I'm they, just saying, they, if they, I'm. I'm going to tell them to shut up. I'm just saying, if I'm CD Projekt Red, you are not. Like, if I'm CD Projekt Red, I'm looking at Sony like, oh, that's how you're going to work? Fuck you. Because when No Man's Sky was going through all this bullshit, y'all didn't take No Man's Sky off the marketplace. That's a That was a PlayStation exclusive. That was a fucking atomic bomb of ass. Another thing. CD Projekt Red had to work for multiple platforms, including fucking Stadia. There's been exclusives that come out ass. There's been Xbox exclusives that come out ass. Y'all bitching about something y'all have no idea how long it took to do. Yeah. And with one patch, you gotta make sure that same patch works for each fucking Fucking system. Each console. And I was talking to a friend about this, and it's like, yo, because my friend was like, "All, all games start on a PC. And I'm like, that's good, but you have development kits for each console that you have to make sure it works on. You got to make sure that shit works on the Xbox. You got to make sure that shit works on the PlayStation. Now, I do get what people are saying, all oh, the game should be perfect when it comes out, but you know it's not. It's not going to work like that. You know Her- it's not. Not even Her- Her- been, It could have been close to it, but they didn't allow that to happen. Like, I done said this before. I'll say it again. If If you think... That the gaming community is not a part of why this came out the way it did, you're out your mind. If I yeah. tell you that, hey, the melee and the knife mechanics is fucking up the game, and you give me death threats, and then I push the game out, and then, lord behold, the same glitches are still there upon the game, and I, I still get that. death threats, 
I'm gonna look at you like, well, I tried to tell you. Like, I don't, like, uh, it's hard for me to care about what the studio has done behind the scenes because when they try to be upfront about it before anything else leaked out after the game was released, y'all bitched and y'all complained. And then when it came to the fucking, when it came to the whole fucking, um, Sony fiasco, I'm like, Sony, I, I feel like Sony doesn't deserve any DLC. Sony deserves Yeah, Sony takes the game off the off the fucking marketplace, and then I guarantee you, people will bitch and complain. Don't make no more, don't make no more PS PlayStation copies. Just That's make it. it exclusive Xbox. That's it. MPC, done. That's it. Like, because it'll be some funny-ass shit if I look up next month. Hey, guess what, Xbox fans? Shit's on Game Pass now, and we will still give niggas refunds. I think that shit will be pretty fucking fire. And then another thing that's fucking hilarious about these refunds that people are trying to ask for on digital consoles, and they like comparing it to Steam. Steam only gives you two hours of gameplay before you give it back. Imagine you have 40 hours of the game. You already beat the fucking main story. And then you're asking for a refund for full price. It's not like you're taking it to GameStop physical and being like, hey, um, I'm going to return this game. You know, GameStop gives you, you know, $20 for your game that you bought last week. You know, but it's like. $20. Sorry, 20 cent. Um, Nigga, they give you a receipt. <laughs> Here's some blank receipt paper. Have a nice day. Um, how much store credit I get? None. Shut up. Store cre- Get out. Okay. <laughs> no, but like it's... Popeye's employees. They said, get out. I-, I just don't really care for people complaining and bitching. And, like, it's not necessarily that I feel bad for CD Projekt Red, because I do and I don't, but I just don't... I more so don't care for... The bitching by the gaming community about it. Like, IGN literally has a separate review for the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4 console, um, console version of Cyberpunk 2077. And everyone just loves making little tidbits. And it's like you're hitting Cyberpunk 2077 for the sake of just disliking the game. It's like any other thing that people decide to dislike at the time. You know? Uh... But I fucking digress. Like, niggas would sit there and play a game. Shut up. I already made my point. If you don't want to play the game, to refund the game and shut up. If you want to play the game, then play it in the background. Relax. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, either way. It ends with you shutting the fuck up. Well, as I like to say, up the shut fuck. Mmm. Up the shut fuck. Like that. Wow. Oh. Anyway, in other in other news, anything else, y'all? Hold on, before I get to the next topic, anything else anybody want to say about video games in general? And up in Smash the fuck. Smash the stop asking for shit. Oh the God. Time, You're not getting Waluigi. It's never gonna happen. It's not even that. The one time. You're not getting Shantae. It's not gonna happen. Was in the right shadow. For it's not gonna happen. You're not getting Sora, so dub that. It's not gonna happen. The more is not letting. It's not happening. Disney's not letting that happen. 
So which, if, if they add Sora in there, then it's gonna be Super Disney Bros. That's yeah. it. Nintendo just got bought out. Master Hand is literally gonna be replaced by Mickey Mouse in the background. I mean, it is Mickey just Mouse a love. controlling both hands. Oh, I will check you, young Kirby. Oh, that's it. The first that's gonna die is Kirby. Kirby's your precious baby. Nah, Kirby gotta go. Oh, oh, you don't know. Hope your body is Reggie. Slap. Hope your body is Reggie. Oh. Nah, you're going to have Mickey Mouse being the dog shit out of Mario. They're going to put Goofy in there, bro, and ain't nobody beating him. Deadass. Goofy puts in the most work out of anybody in Kingdom Hearts. Can't change my mind on that. Yo, you know what would be funny? If, yo, if Sora comes into Smash... And he has a little like uh, a, a gauge to try to heal, and Donald comes in and gives him a power buff. They just listen. They just better have uh, Traverse Town as a st- as the stage. You get rock salt ice cream that to heal you. This ice cream, she's a rock. I'm forever laughing at how they tried to make you feel bad for Donald when this man cast it like Meteora and almost died. And you're just like, no one told you to do that. Fuck Donald, bro. He don't heal me when I ask him to. That nigga heals me after I heal myself. Hold on, hold on. He's a whole elixir. My guy, why? Hold on. <clears throat> the one time that the Smash Melee community was in the right because Nintendo said, nah, fuck your internet, fuck your tournament, we're not doing this no more. The one time the melee community was right to put their foot down, what they believed in, and what they thought they was right about. They turned to a whole bunch of sheep. were like, ooh, Sephiroth's out. We don't care about that no more. I'm like, and this is why Nintendo treats you the way they do. You forget what's generally in this mass community, right? The one time that y'all was in the right. Nope. They would never know they're in the right because, let's face it, they're always in the wrong. Yep. It was just one, this one particular, though. There's just this one. I mean, here's the thing. People were defending Melee. Like, oh, we're defending this fan base for being upset. Here's oh, my discrepancies with that. that. broken, glitchy game that they all love. Yes, like I said. That, that can't be patched because there's no such thing as patches for that. Like I said. My man Kirby can, Kirby can grab you at a ledge and instant kill you. They got, they, they turn face. They, they, they turn a whole other direction. When he sees Sephiroth got released, oh, that is cool. And it's like, so that's it? You're yeah. amused? Because you know, people, 
know many people simp over for anybody with white hair or gray hair? You know how it is. An anime boy with white or silver hair. That's it. They, they don't have to be too hard. And Sephiroth is a conglomerate of Fire Emblem characters. Honestly, He's I just want to see him run through everybody Fire Emblem. He's literally, you take every Fire Emblem character, put them together. That's his gameplay. So, okay. something that I actually seen that was pretty good. Apparently, they're releasing, and I'm not entirely sure because I didn't see full gameplay, but it looks like they're releasing like a Dynasty Warriors-esque Persona game. Striker? Uh, about? Yeah. I didn't really see it, all of the gameplay, so I can't really say what it's actually like, but I'm low-key hyped for it. Apparently, it's an actual sequel to the actual game. Hey, I ain't mad at it. I kind of just want to fucking play it. The real question is, do I get it on P4 or do I get it on Switch? Because I can, like, as my boy said, I can no, you can no-life it on the Switch, or you can play it at max frames on your on your p4 or whatever system you get it well it's in a new switch anyways if that because, even, if you can even get your hands on it yeah that's that's one thing because new monster Hunter game that's coming up for the switch is going to be like the same graphics as world mm. the current switch can't run that so they're supposed to be making a new switch but we all seen that coming yeah. Can't pretend. We all knew that was just like they made the 3DS and then they made the new 3DS. And then the new 2DS. And then the discontinued DS. And then you got the doorstop. We don't talk about that. <laughs> that that shit know what its place was and it never stepped out of that bound. Fuck you want some a DS you can't even fold. What is this? Ew. Like a handy-dandy notebook. No, the handy-dandy notebook had use. Uh, Speaking of my Switch, I've been neglecting my Switch. So stop neglecting it. Play that shit. That's what I just did. Yeah, but I'm just got to send it in because I want to make sure because my Joy-Cons are drifting. Part of the reason why I stopped using it. Well, if you got I'm just hoping. I'm just hoping. It's like a, hundred, a whole system check up. Oh, man. It's like. I'm not worried about paying that. So go to JL. Are you open? Yes. JL is definitely open. Because I was going to just send it upstate, but I don't know if they're open. That's what my initial plan was. No, nah, JL is definitely open. Okay, now I know that. So I'm going to just. Yeah. Add. Uh, but what I was going to say, the thing is with the whole, before I get into Sephiroth, um, the whole thing with the whole melee thing, what I was, apparently, for those that don't know, apparently, people wanted to do a tournament, a paid tournament for Super Smash Brothers Melee, trash-ass game, and, you know, while setting up for the tournament, I think a week or so before the tournament, was about to, was going to happen. Nintendo sent up a cease and desist saying that the oh. copy of the copy of Super Smash Brothers Melee is using a soft uh, using a software that is banned. Um, 
that is banned, thus making the copy of um, Super Smash Brothers Melee illegal to use. Um, it's also very much legal to emulate a game um, if you have yep. said game. If you have the set game and set system that you have before. Um, allegedly, like, not allegedly, that's the thing. Um, do I think Nintendo is completely in the wrong for this? Yeah, but I also thinking about why would they do what they do now? My personal opinion, although the game is almost 30 years old, Adult the game is 20 years old, I'm sorry. Almost 20 years old. And it sucks. Um, all it takes is someone that wants to be genius enough if this tournament decides to have information that people can hack into with any service that they're playing online with, specifically knowing that this tournament is going to be on Twitch. Considering they don't own the game, the people who run the tournament don't own the game. They don't own it as a property of the game. They could sue Nintendo for that. Now, do I think that's going to happen? Hell no. I do think Nintendo is bugging out for hounding a 20-year-old game. But my opinion about the matter is... They could have easily set it up with somebody else and have them run the tournament. They could have easily just did the fucking tournament anyway. Because I highly doubt a cease and desist is going to follow up with an average form of suing from Nintendo. Because that takes a whole bunch of lawyer paperwork that they don't fucking have. A cease and desist could take you an hour. An actual court case could take you months. Upon months. Upon months. Now, do I think people are going to do the affirmation things I said about hacking and stealing content or stealing content or stealing shit or whatever the case may be? No, I don't. I wholeheartedly don't. Um, they are mostly mad that they use something that allows them to make multiplayer servers because the original Melee wasn't, didn't have any form of multiplayer support. Um, and they use uh, a thing that allows people to like something with the frame rate. I'm not 100% sure what it's called, but do I think that's a bad do I think that's the worst thing in the world? No. Do I think Nintendo should chill? Yes. But ideally that is the main reason the main logic, the only logical reason I can give for Nintendo wanting to be like, no, you're not allowed to do this. But that makes sense. The game is almost right. the game is twenty plus years old. Hey, we don't want to smell your body odor again. Shut let up. It, let it go. Let it go. It's game melee. I, Nintendo. Look, listen, y'all shouldn't let your see. Notice what happened if Reggie was still around. Nintendo, let me talk to y'all for a second. I hosted your games on numerous occasions. You know why I wasn't Melee? Because Melee's old. You know why I'm always hesitant into using Smash in my tournaments? Because smelling like Smash is pretty bad. It's not good at all. It's like walking into a Yu-Gi-Oh! MTG D&D tournament. It's not good. All out. Just, 
just say is a moldy week you ever old. went to a con you ever went to a con like imagine if a con funk did the fusion dance with another con at the same time at maximum funk that's why we avoid doing smash a lot and don't worry i still like the game i still enjoy it smash brothers pikachu mario hi guys smash but get out <laughs> melee it's an old game you're, you're, you're subjecting hide. people yeah. you're subjecting people to have to play smash melee for money face to face with bad body order that automatically gives people a bad advantage that automatically puts people in a crippling position that is a health hazard i know you can't tell people to wash their ass because they're not going to listen to you they can they'd be like if you smell like ass you can't participate but, but is nintendo going to do that no so nintendo let me let me tell you this if a bunch of smelly players can smell like funk in their own house to play their 20 year old game that they probably bought numerous copies of because let's face it there's no one that's never played melee before that's playing melee now that doesn't have the game people literally bought gamecube you literally made a model of the gamecube controller because people like melee so fucking much Let the smellies have their fun. Let it go. The same way I told Melee when the Melee finally got knocked off, Evo. Let go of Melee. Please. For the love of God. It's 2020. If if there's anything that needs to die, it's your grip on Melee. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. And everyone who watches this, that place, Melee, and agrees with me. Make sure you're washing your fucking ass. Thank you. So, now that's out the way. So we're gonna talk about how Sephiroth pulled up on fucking Cloud like Snoop Dogg pulled up on Tyrese and Baby Boy. I yeah. thought I was dead. <laughs> Depression. How you doing, young man? Nigga said, what's going on? Slice. It could have been one move. Oh, no. Boom, boom. Cloudy boy. Nah. Oh, no. Maximilian Pegasus with his long-ass extended millennium dick decided to come do Smash and fuck Yugi's life up. That is utter gold to me. And I love it. Nah. <laughs> Sephiroth popped up. With the questions that Gail King had for R. Kelly, and Cloud's like, "You're killing me with this shit." Fight my <laughs> fucking life. <laughs> that's 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 how that rolled up. Sephiroth rolled up how Melvin put Jody in that chokehold. What's up, little nigga? I'm Mom, back. Nah, that's I, that's why I gave the drive-by. Cause remember, Jody walks up to the car thinking it's Taraji, and then he, Snoop Dogg rolls down the fucking window, and he said, oh, oh, oh. he gets shot, like, and then did the the whole fake out thinking that he's dead and shit. It's like I thought I was dead. Then you have fucking Omar Gooden shooting at the car. 
Oh boy. That could be Isabel. <laughs> I'm done with you. What? Omar Gooden is Isabel. You know she busts her guns. You seen her in Doom, nigga? <laughs> oh but, my god, yeah. Um, I haven't played Smash since Steve. I never I didn't play with um Sephiroth. Um but I hope Smash players are happy. I don't want to ever hear them complain again. You got you your happen. You you got your silver hair. You got your silver haired booty warrior. You know. Um. Now, when Goku does not get released next patch, um, I want to let you know to stop. Goku would never be released. It's not happening. Stop it. Um, he's got the Dragon Ball character and the hero from Dragon Age, Dragon Dwight. Quest. So, Dwight. there you go. Dwight. There you go. That's your Dragon Ball. That's your Dragon you Ball. Zero, you ever got zero to Thwack? I have. It's not a good feeling. That's, that's, I'm sorry to hear that. Fine. Oh, excuse me. I don't know. Joe, you, uh, I know Joe doesn't play Smash. Well, recently, I don't, I don't know if he got Sephiroth for that. I'm going to shut up. <laughs> Anything y'all want to say about Smash or Melee or Ultimate or Nintendo or... No. No. Mm, no. No. Uh, okay, so... Lastly, um... But certainly not least, our lovely democracy is proven to be a great reality show for run of the year in 2020. Um, Congress pushed a deal for a new stimulus of $600 and zero cents. Um, exactly half of what they gave their citizens eight, nine months ago. Um, and a t- continuing to give $300 added to their deal uh, of unemployment along with every check and extending everything to years to come. So, I agree with that. I agree with that tenfold. Um, but There's more. But there's more. President delect um, because um, he, he lost officially as of last um, pod. Um... Donald, no, of this last week, of this week, yeah. last week, Donald, Donald officially last week, you lost, shut up. Officially last week, Donald J. Trump lost, um, so he got a good three more weeks in office before um, he leaves and shit, like, or before he leaves and everything goes into the hands of Biden and incarcerate all niggas, Harris, um... Donald Trump said that giving people $600 is atrocious. The people deserve $2,000. Blah, 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 blah. I'm not signing any deal without it being for $200. Now, does he make sense? Yes. 
Does everyone with a brain know why he's making sense right now as he's on his way out the door? Some. Not all. We all know why he's doing this. I mean... He's trying to run again. What you mean? He's trying to run again in, like, 2024 and be like, remember, I got you that $2,000, but you really ain't do that, and you really ain't do shit before that. So... Um... And remember... Motherfuckers was and, and just just food for thought. Under his administration, motherfuckers was getting paid a hundred and thirty hundred thousand to sit there and debate if we should even get six hundred for over eight months. Funny you say that. Donald Trump feels so strongly about giving the citizens two thousand dollars. He had a whole nine months to do that. Hell. He might have even won if he would have did that while he was running for president. I don't know. People just aren't smart in our judicial system. But I digress. Um, there's also the whole thing of you're during this deal, you're using that money to you're using a lot of that money to give Syria money for weapons and Israel money for weapons, which is in the deal, which is all Googleable information. Which makes no sense to me because does Israel need money for weapons? No, not while your fucking citizens are poor and starving. A good portion of your citizens are poor and starving. Now, as much as I like to say people, restaurant owners in the city are fucking stupid for still doing outdoor dining in 30 degree weather, I can't blame them. You know why? Because there's no fucking relief coming from the government that will secure their place of business that a lot of them built with their bare fucking hands, took loans out, and um, put their fucking lives into. So I can't be mad at these owners for that. But they're still fucking moronic for doing outdoor dining and thinking people are going to really want to come outside in 30 degree weather if you're not doing extra shit, which cost more money to fucking do. But that said, no fault of the restaurant owners. They're trying to maintain their livelihood. That goes to the lovely Congress who took nine months and several times one on recess about dealing with the people's lives because they couldn't have come to... In Congress. Huh? The the Republicans in Congress have to emphasize... No, I blame everybody. You yes, you just have to emphasize who was the main cause of it and still blame everyone. Go. I mean, you know why? There's a lot of Republicans, people that people vote for and think that they speak for them and they're not even in the same tax bracket. <sighs> it's crazy how well, a lot of politicians talk about how much money that people that make significantly less than them need to survive and the sufficient piss poor economy and piss um piss poor circumstances that people are living in compared to them who automatically get a check of 100 plus thousand dollars to sit on their ass and do nothing they recess for vacation twice the government almost shut down three times including this week over this shit and it's very heartwarming for me to see captain cheeto Sit here and say the people need $2,000. You know what also wasn't mentioned in this 
fucking law for the 18th million time, the essential workers that are actually working. Now, I don't mind me being unemployed getting paid $300 compared to other people who should be getting paid $600 extra for having to work in these conditions. Now, yes, there is a vaccine that has been shutting down hospitals because people have been getting adverse fucking reactions to. What do you know? People are right for feeling fucking concerned. And instead of sympathizing with the citizens and why people are fucking rightfully so scared of taking these vaccines, you're calling them into idiots and being belligerent towards them. No. How about you allow people to have the side effects of these fucking vaccines and then tell people when you know it's 100% safe to say, hey, it's safer to take the fucking vaccine. People don't trust the vaccine because people don't trust the government. It's not their fault that the government has been untrustworthy since the beginning of fucking time. That's not their fault. It's also not their fault that sometimes science does work on their side and there is right, so people should take the vaccine. It's a lose-lose situation no matter how you fucking look at it. But I digress. I feel like personally this should have been happened. People shouldn't have been talking about a fucking check, a second check from one of the most wealthiest governments in the, uh, roughiest governments in the fucking planet to be giving their citizens, which majority of citizens can't even afford to live in their fucking households, money so they can take care of themselves. Speaking of vaccines, the worst part is these are like third party vaccines that are being administered that have these side effects, not from Pfizer and um, the other company that's supposed to be having their own models of the vaccines. So that's like one thing that should have, they should have been some laws about that. So this motherfucker is out here doing meth, pot, LSD, Zans, perps, all this type of shit. But vaccine is where they draw the line. See? I would think like that too, but the only problem I have with that compared to a vaccine is you know the side effects of all those other drugs. People are only trying to ask a lot of people. There's some that are just like, I don't trust the government, whatever the case may be. But there are a lot of people genuinely asking, what are the side effects? Is the side effects worth me taking the vaccine? Because people... Don't mind if they, the world's back to normal and they could just wear a mask for a few more months until the majority of people have the vaccine and it doesn't affect them anymore, which is ideal. That's plausible. People have a right to know what's going into their body and how they how it affects their body other than, hey, guess what? You won't have COVID-19 anymore. I get that. But... um. That still doesn't play a part well in... The whole debacle that's been going on with Pelosi, with Trump, and the future of the FBI and how quickly they're going to raid the White House on January 21st, 2021, when Donald J. Trump is eliminated from office. It's going to be fucking hilarious. I'm grabbing my popcorn. Um, In all honesty, choke. and then on top of that, there are vaccines that are coming over that are being used on people. There's also 
a batter strand across seas. Oh, yeah, in the UK. Because this strand is worse than the other strands. Because, like, people are not getting symptoms from this strand. It just go right. Oh, you don't know you got it? Cardiac arrest. Straight, like, just off the jump. Yep. As off a... the rip. This Cardiac week. arrest. And you don't know how you got it because there was no symptoms. As of this week. And a lot of the thing is, too, like a lot of people don't realize how medication, I think if they would know more how medication is and how they explain how medications are made to fight something, I think it would make people more comfortable. They're going to be reluctant, but their understand is like, because people think, oh, why these things are in it? Because whenever you, because the only way you make medication, you take what's, you take a cell from some, from whatever virus that you use and you make it and you change the balance of how you make it counteract that virus. A lot of people don't know that. That's how medication works. But since nobody knows that and they keep people out of the light when it comes to how medications are made and stuff that are made in general, they won't trust it. So it's like make cold medicine, you will take the common cold and you change it the DNA of it and you make it counteract common cold, stuff like that. All medications are made like that. <sighs> and that's like the one thing that should be taught, which is taught, and I, and I, th- I believe it's taught in medical school, I don't know, but it's something that should be taught. Here's the thing. Anything that will benefit you in the long run as a person, they're looking to make money off of it. It will never be common knowledge. It is always going to be locked behind a paywall. I wouldn't be surprised if this vaccine starts working that somehow, some way, the rich end up making it cost a shit ton because they're buying it all up for themselves. Because oh, they yeah, no, it's not happening. And they don't like, want themselves to get sick but they could care less about everyone else. It was like that asshole who decided to bump up the price for EpiPens to like 10 grand a pen. Marty, um, Marty Scurretti or some shit like that? Shit like in 2015-16. Some dumb shit like that. So, not surprising. Fun fact, a juror for his upcoming case has been, um... A juror for his upcoming case has been kicked off or denied, quote unquote, because he disrespected the Wu Tang clan. Funniest explanation I've ever seen in my life. Oh my goodness. It was like, you know, with the trade rate guy was like Oh yeah, he's the same guy that bought them the Wu Tang. What's yeah, up like... upon a time in Shaolin? Like... You know. The FBI can do everybody a big favor and release that. That would be fucking great. Anyway. This world. I mean, when it comes to our lovely Congress, now, do I think the citizens should be getting $2,000? Yes. Hell yes, I think we should. 
should have been 2000. Every other country's doing I like I feel like we should be getting paid a livable wage. Small businesses should be getting protected. People out in the field should be getting hazard pay, whether you're a frontline food service worker or you're definitely someone working firsthand with people who have actual fucking COVID. These are the people that are getting harassed at the people who are like literally working from home, have nothing better to do. So they go into these establishments and they show their bare ass to these people who are literally there because they have to be, not because they want to be. Because if they don't, I see that shit. That I almost punched someone in the mouth like two weeks ago about that. Oh, hold on, hold on. They're not getting what they need. They're not getting the necessities that they have to have in order for them to survive. So they have to come to work. They have to brave risking almost catching COVID every fucking day for some rich entitled son of a bitch or some rich entitled fucking college kid or some rich entitled whoever. You can put a face to it. They're rich and entitled or they just don't give a fuck. And they'll come out and they'll go to these places and they'll harass food workers, they'll harass service workers, they'll harass anyone out in the streets that's not giving them what they want because, well, they have nothing better to do. That's what their entitlement gives them the ability to do. And it's so fucking stupid. They feel like they don't have to wear a mask. They feel like they don't have to comply with just basic common sense, which would help the virus get the fuck out of here faster, which is why there should be a lot more stricter fucking laws about people wearing their masks, about what happens with COVID. It should just be a lot more shit in place to help this country progress faster. There's a lot more shit that should be in place to help the common man get this shit over with so we can get back to some form of normalcy. But as we can see, America don't care about normalcy. They don't, the government does not care about the citizens. The government just cares about money. That's why they can elect people who are born in fucking 1940 to still be proceeding and seeing over decisions in this day and age, damn near borderlining a hundred years since that motherfucking time. They should yeah. be making decisions on shit. Except they when they go shit, they a lot of money. It's like. like there are other countries who are like ready to fuck their government up if they make one misstep. America, not so much. Because America is, is content with the luxuries that other countries don't. A lot of the other countries, it's easier for them to revolt because they have nothing to lose, literally. A lot of people live in luxuries like this. We still have a luxury of one of the most sustainable living situations that other people tend to neglect and you know our economy shit because we go through these old ass 1920 ass styles of fucking um met methods that don't work no. shit that doesn't work no more it didn't work no more one thing i did say about this quarantine situation and covid it made the economy shit but the economy was shit to begin with i feel like covid accelerated that process a few years now hit the reset button on the economy no harm, no foul for anyone in any type of debt. Let people work their own wages and let them work the way they work. And stop putting so much emphasis on the fucking stock market. It makes no fucking sense to do so. Anyway, because I could sit there. But I digress. But I digress. <sighs> but. And the, and the um, worst thing is, on top of that, not only the government, 
we have one thing that is like the worst thing in this country. It's our individualism. One of the best things that this country has at the same time is the worst thing because we always look out for ourselves is the way our government placed us. But instead, right. like, this is a time that we should be helping our neighbor because you don't know what that person is going through or you don't know. Because at the end of the day, we all struggling with the same shit. Only thing different is our skin color. End of the day, when it's comes to the most of the people in this country in the same in the same class bracket, we have the same fucking struggles. We trying to find the best way to provide for ourselves or those who have families. Try to have some way to be able to wake up in your home the next day with no problem, because one of my friends on their Facebook. Lost their place to a house fire from another neighbor mm. recently. So, and there's a lot of things that we need to be thankful for. But once again, that individualism that we have, that we let allow in this country, it what bites us in the ass. Because we don't look out for our neighbor. And this is like one of these times that we have to look out for our neighbors. Listen. I've been saying this shit well before COVID ever even hit. We keep all these buildings, all these affordable housing places keep getting built up overnight. There are so many fucking homeless people out there who just literally just need a place to live. These places could be given to these people, but instead they're given to people with trust funds and extra banks and guarantors that make 80 times the rent when they don't even fix five percent of the problems that are going on in the fucking city the housing market is absolute shit what COVID has exposed is we don't need office buildings since a lot of these motherfuckers can work right from their goddamn homes or from a fucking laptop because the amount of people i've seen come into my coffee shop where i am and sit down on a fucking laptop and abuse free wi-fi while still complaining about shit is beyond me. Yo, because the same place that they're coming to complain about, they're not caring about the person who makes that drink. They're not caring about who has to come up their house to be there, what time they have to be there to do that, what they have to endure to get there to be able to make that one fucking cup of coffee that they want to be there for. It's a fucking pandemic. Nothing's required, but hell, half of these entitled pricks don't even tip who they're ordering from. It could be a bodega cart on the street. It could be a hot dog vendor. It could be a fucking halal guy. It could be Dunkin'. It could be Starbucks. It could be McDonald's or whatever. Any place that actually does accept tips, they won't even think twice about fucking tipping. As far as they're concerned, if you don't get them what they want, then they get to talk to you like shit. Like, there's been people, there's been instances during COVID, where motherfuckers felt comfortable enough to just throw soda and throw drinks and cuss out employees and workers just because they didn't get their food fast enough. Somebody shot a fucking McDonald's employee because he wasn't taking, or was it Burger King, one or the two, because he wasn't taking orders fast enough. There was someone that, there was a security guard that got stabbed in a mall, I think a Walmart, because he was telling people they couldn't come in without wearing a mask. Yeah, and it's like that. So for, for, someone for, for, at a family dollar too. 
for doing your a- job, for protecting public safety with shit that should be mandatory, that should be mandated in order for us to get this virus off. If y'all want to be wearing fucking masks, do what we need to do so we don't have to wear fucking masks no more. But honestly, if motherfuckers wouldn't wear masks when they got sick, this shit would be contained uh, way before then because we would already have it ingrained like, yo, I got a cough. I'm feeling a little fucked up. Let me throw on a mask real quick so I don't spread what I got to somebody else. Is that the same thing? And and then the shit that's crazy is they'll sit there and they'll look fucking crazy at an Asian person who's wearing a fucking mask before COVID like they retarded for wearing a fucking mask. Oh, calling them ninjas and calling them all types of Sub-Zero, Luke King and shit. No, that motherfucker got a cold. He could easily take that shit off and treat you like it's the 7 train, but he not. You don't remind me about the seven train, cause I have to take that train. No, cause the seven yeah. train full of motherfuckers who don't care. I I, I I I I live near that train. Like I'm, I'm I I I go through that every time I have to take that train. They get on and just that's it, that's it. <laughs> like, like oh, but like yo, it's not a game, like. Regardless of the gobbledygook, you feel just because you feel like it's a conspiracy or you feel like it's a government hoax, you ain't doing shit to stop the government. You ain't doing anything productive. You're just toting your guns and thumping your Bibles and saying a whole bunch of bullshit that's not inconveniencing anybody in the government. You're just inconveniencing inconveniencing your regular person who's trying to get to fucking work to keep food on their table. Now, motherfuckers start going like Roman Reigns and start beating your ass because you're not doing what you're supposed to do and you're disrespecting the head of that table. Oh, nah. Like, let me not talk about... First off... Everybody out here trying to keep food on their table. Everybody out here is trying to be on their own island of relevancy. And if you fucking up the food that's going on somebody else's table, once somebody ain't got nothing else to lose because you done fucked that up, what you think gonna happen to you? Yeah. Man, so a wise man what says, so what if you work hard for yours? I work hard to take it. Sports will become mine. Yeah, what makes it worse too, like this fucking wife, this this married couple, this wife brought her husband on a plane on British Airlines and that guy was affected and he died on the plane with COVID side effects. Died on a plane. And your excuse was, oh, he wanted to take a plane I knew. Like, How did he get on a plane? Did they not test for that? How did he get on the plane? Like, sometimes, like, he he must have been fine temperature because, like, not not everybody gets the temperature thing of COVID, especially yeah. with the newer strands. So what was that? Or she must have did something, like, put, like, like, uh, Oh, a hot rag on his head or something? What was he like asymptomatic or something? Like, I don't know. Cause like all I know that he was on a plane, he was coughing, and he dropped dead. Oh man! On a British airline. See, the thing is, if, 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 if it's not if he didn't have, I feel like if he was able to board that plane and he didn't have COVID, but he died of something, right? It could have not been COVID. Though, it could have been something else. Yeah, it, no, it was confirmed else. COVID, though. I, it was I, confirmed I, I, COVID-related. Yeah, I, related. I get that it was 
COVID confirmed. But let's be real. How many people do you think have died from something and they just decided, well, let's just blame it on COVID instead of actually finding out what the actual cause of death was? Oh, yeah. No, I was going to get to that. Sorry to cut you off. But it's like I was going to get to that when it comes to that. A lot of people would, if any type of COVID remnants was in their body when they died, they'll call it as a COVID-19 complication. Um, Yeah, and, and the wife confirmed it. Like, the wife... Of the husband that died confirmed it. He had COVID. With a fine. Oh, you know, I agree. And then everybody on that plane had to be in quarantine because it makes it worse because it's like, like the shit is bad. Because, like, my head chef had to have to put his, one of his youngest kids on um, isolation quarantine because his aunt had complications of, of COVID and not know it. And he's four. So just oh, wow. imagine a four he's a four year old that has to not see his father, which he lives with his father five days out of the week. Mm. Like and, and, and try to explain that to a child. Try to explain that like, to kids who are in the stage like where they're supposed to be nurturing, where they're supposed to be growing. This motherfucker's stuck in a room. He can't even play. Can't even play. Yeah. You don't know if this kid want to go outside. You don't know if this kid want to go to the bathroom if he want to roam around. And like, now you, don't, you don't know if he's into fucking um, video games and computer shits and want to stay in the room all day. He, yeah, might be into that. he might be an outdoorsy kid, which a lot of you motherfuckers needed to get back into, but y'all too glued to a fucking screen. And y'all yeah. raising kids who are glued to a screen, but y'all not really taking in any of the information that you can get off that screen you're glued to. So it's like, what are you, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not even helping. So it's like, I'm gonna probably call him tomorrow, see how he's doing. Who? Uh, oh, the your headshot. Headshot. That's this kid's like nice little kid too. It, it's it's a it's a very. See, here's the thing: all little kids start off as nice little kids. It's how they get raised. Now, like, now it was like. He, I've seen the kid around like, like plenty of times. Like, right. That's why I'm not saying just saying because he's a little kid. Is like, I've seen him like a good number of times because, because like, like I said a lot of because like, my head chef and I grew up in the same neighborhood. We're just like okay. 14 years apart. Okay. Like literally. So it's like, he has his his parents live off six blocks for my old block when I grew up, so it was like, he's in that area. Right, so and he I knows. Worked, and, yeah, he knows. So it was like... It's one of those things. It, it's, here's the thing. And... I'm looking at it from a very, like, objective, like a subjective angle, because... I know there's very little I can do about shit to fix the situation other than make sure I'm protected and the people I care about are protected. Especially in my living situation. Especially in my living situations, you know what I'm saying? Me personally, there should be no leisure activity places open for business until COVID is actually out the fucking equation. Yeah. That's great. You like going to Outback Steakhouse. Outback Steakhouse should not be open. Everybody should be getting paid a surplus to stay home, be comfortable, pay their bills, and be fine. And then on top of that, 
people that have to work should be getting paid hazard pay. Oh, yeah. I agree. People, stock market shouldn't be a fucking thing right now. That causes stress. That causes stress into people that don't even need to be leaving their house. If you can't work from home, let them work from home even after COVID. I feel like if people need to be exploring and shit like that, the fact that people are, even sometimes myself included, if you're impatient and wanting to explore and hang out because you miss the older world, quote unquote, it, you know, it, it just, it falls down, you know, it falls down to the entitlement. Oh, I have to go out because I can't do this and I can't do that and fuck this and fuck that. I need to, no. Yeah, because I could be honest, because like, I've been like, turning on a lot of hangouts. If I, it was like, because like, if it's not me going to someone's place that I know, I wasn't going now. That's yeah. literally how it was to me. This is one week that I'm actually going to two different places this week. I knew these people inside a area with a small group of people. My only thing is this. I just wish people stopped being stupid about it and, like, actually help your neighbor. Because, like, I hear it a lot when I work. Because, like, I'm currently working from home, but I do have to go to my actual workplace and do stuff there, too. Right. Like, twice a week and stuff. Because my director wants to start preparing for when we have to Come start We are a government-funded job. Right. That's why I'm surprised that I have my job, to be honest. So I'm grateful for that. And a lot of people are elderly people, so I have to make calls to them to find out how they're doing, if they need any assistance with stuff, and give them information about that. And at the end of the day, it's like a lot of them is, is lonely because I know, like, I knew members that was there. Like, they moved, some moved out the country, some moved to mm-hmm. another state. So they have family here. Yeah. yeah. And like one lady, like last month when I had like this call list, one lady is crying because like her her older, her younger sister passed away and she was trying to figure how she was going to move with some other family because her only family member in New York passed away. And then you have to find ways to talk to them. You have to find a way to comfort them, let them know things are gonna be okay. Yeah. And stuff. And it's a lot. So it's like it's just annoying how entitled people are in this country and think that just because things are not where they used to be, you get to talk to people like they're shit. I feel like personally, and this is not even COVID related, you like, if you talk to me any time, I feel like there needs to be better protection with their with workers. If anything should be thrown, any type, if people throw shit at you, if people spit on you, people touch you, or anything like that, you should be allowed to beat their ass completely oh. without risking your job. I feel like, personally, if you're in a state that's open to carry... And someone's threatening you with a gun, you should be able to pull out your you should be able to pull out your firearm and defend yourself. There are people that got shot at stores 
in license to carry states because they had to mandate masks and they had to mandate distancing. Yeah, it's like that's fucking crazy, bro. Yeah, it's like, there needs to be better protection of the workers in this country. Don't work like that. There needs to be better protection for the workers in this country, no matter what you do. Oh yeah, because it's always customer first. The customer's always right. That's like a oh hell no. Man that needs to be dropped. Anybody that works service know that the customer is always wrong. Like, it should be more worried like the customer's well-being should be first, not the customer in general. Because once the customers start violating, you have always to beat that ass. I, I just and like... The, the thing, again, this, this, this kind of boils back to what I was talking about, about people and their privilege. Like, it doesn't matter, like what you have at your store people will just walk into your store and disregard any guidelines you may have in place to make things very simple and very easy people don't read signs they don't listen until they see a actual human like there could be a sign that says do not enter or somebody will chop your fucking legs off they'll come marching in the store and then wonder why their legs got chopped off and it's a clear, clear fucking sign on the door that'll tell you what you need to know. People choose to do what they want until instructed by a person to do otherwise. And if what they're instructed to do is either too complicated or just too out of line, they'll either do one of two things. They'll either leave or they'll bitch and complain. Oh, no, because, like... I almost got to a fight at a Dollar Tree the other, like, a few weeks ago. For what? Yo, because, like, this person got upset over some mask policy or so. It was something stupid. So, he kept on yelling at the, at the cashier. The cashier was like, there's a line here, this. And he's kept on talking. And there's, like, a, and there's an older lady, too. And I was raised by my great-grand, so I kind of hate, like, if they're, like, nice older ladies, I feel like... You shouldn't talk to them that way. But that's someone's mother. And she was being real nice and pleasant. Like, can't do this and stuff. And I'm like, yo, like, like, shut up. Like, she's trying to do her job. And God kept on going off and was like, almost choked the shit out of him. It was like, nah. Wait, so who was going off? The lady or some, some douchebag? Some douchebag. Douchebag. Again. That's why I hate people who do not work in, who have never worked in customer service. And it shows. Now, granted, there are times where you have worked in customer service and it is just something that is just so, like, incomprehensibly stupid that happens that you're like, no, how did somebody like you get hired for a job like this? Because that was something really simple. I, for instance, just to make more sense of what I'm saying, Y'all know I work in the coffee business, and y'all know that I like reading signs and menus before ordering shit at a store. I go into Dunkin' and I order a latte. Peppermint mocha. It's on the menu. It's their seasonal drinks. Signature lattes, whatever. For whatever reason, and masks are not a factor here because, like, the question was asked multiple times and answered. So I go, can I have a peppermint latte? Dude says, uh... A hot coffee? I said, I didn't answer that. I said, 
peppermint mocha signature drink. It's right there on the, the menu. He rings me up for a hot coffee with three pumps of peppermint in it. And I asked him, where did you hear me say that? Because at this point now, it's like I'm repeating myself. I literally pointed it out at the menu. I can't make this any more clearer than I've already done. That, I feel like, is a very valid cause for being upset, especially when you're being charged wrong for what's going on. Now, what you're telling me is just there's a guy there who's just being a complete asshole for no reason, just screaming, yelling, giving somebody a hard time. And it's probably for some shit like, oh, this can is dented. Can I get a discount? Well, all your stuff is damaged. How come I can't get a discount? Don't get me started. Oh, or, a motherfucker, or better yet, or better yet, a motherfucker who comes to your job and be like, oh, if you're not happy, if you didn't want to work, why didn't you? Why did you come to work today? Or if you don't want a job, then then quit. First off, you don't know what anybody fucking going through to open your mouth and say some dumb shit like that. You don't That's know how many bills they got to pay. You don't know what they got to do. But you're so comfortable sitting in a place of privilege to tell somebody what they should do with their finances and what they got to do. Life is fucking stressful. And I bet you if these motherfuckers got 50 cents taken from them, their motherfucking head would spin. So I don't get where people get off being dickheads to people in a customer service position. Because at the end of a end of the day, with every fucking job where someone has to come in for a good or a service, you need that person to do it for you. Because you can't do it yourself at the current time, or you probably can't do it yourself at all. So show some respect to the motherfucker you're paying to do it for you. Because now if they choose to refuse your service, not only will you not be getting what you want, now you're also an asshole who wasted your time. Exactly. Oh, yeah. It's just annoying. It's like, you're just coming out here just to waste. You're going to be miserable. Since you're miserable, you're going to make everyone else miserable. Don't do that shit. You're going to be miserable by yourself. And that's the thing. And this is something my brother was telling me. A lot of people walk around with that negative energy. And they're looking to pass that shit on. That's a fact. Well, if you don't, if you don't yeah. give them, if you don't give them an outlet for them to pass that energy on, the shit stuck with them, and then they just get more mad, and then they start acting more irrational. And it's pretty clear to everyone else who is rational that they're the aggressor in this situation, and they start looking stupid. I.e., much like that douchebag who was in Dollar Tree, probably screaming his head off at the cashier, who was like, "Excuse me, sir, we I have a line. Like, I need to take care of this." And he probably didn't even want anything important. He probably wanted like a fucking balloon or some shit, didn't he? What, what, what was he truly yelling about? Probably some. Like I said, I wasn't hearing it. He was, it was probably something. It was something small. I don't even recall. It was like it was something small, like I think a card or some shit. Something stupid, like you ain't buying nothing. You just wanted to skip the line, or some shit. And it's like, oh, he's one of them. There's a yeah. big line, but I don't want to wait in line because I have one item. And instead of oh, yeah. asking the people on the fucking line, hey, I have one item. Can Do you mind if I please pay for this and keep it moving? That motherfucker felt, well, I'm going to just skip these niggas because their opinion don't matter. I'm going to talk to somebody who's out that day. You'll be, surpri- you'll be surprised how many people allow you to skip them. 
if you have just one small ass item. And the thing about that is, is like, and I've been in this situation because I used to do cashier work. It's like, yo, I'm not getting stomped out because you want to be rude to all these other people. If they say it's cool with them, then by all means. Because at the end of the day, I'm just here to scan shit and get people to fuck out of here. So at the end of the day, I don't care if they say it's cool. But their time is important, and you're no more important than the people already waiting in the fucking line. So I don't give a fuck if you got a fucking peppermint and there's 10 motherfuckers with carts. If you ain't asked none of these motherfuckers with carts, if you could skip and pay for your peppermint, get your ass to the back of the line or put the shit down and get the fuck out. Like, it makes no sense. Like, you, you would really be, you really get vexed when you're working customer service because some of these people, you got to really treat like they're fucking children. Oh, my goodness. Like you, you really have to spell it out to them. But the problem, the problem with that is, is that you have to spell it out and treat them like they're children, professionally, and politely. And for some people, after a while, that shit grinds down your soul. Because yeah. you might not necessarily be the meanest person, or you might not necessarily be aggressive or anything. But but it I makes it look that way. To, I, when you have to wonder. Where the common sense has gone, or why do you have to constantly tell a group of people things that should just be plain as day just known? Or you got to pull yourself back to put the customer service puppet first. Like, it, it's, it, it, it leaves a mental toll on you, and it, it's tiring, and it's annoying. That's why, like, you know who works in customer service. Those are the people who are patient Ooh. with their waiters, who tip their waiters, who, if there's a problem or something going on with ordering or something, they'll be like, yo, it's cool. I'm, I'm, I, I can wait. Those are the people that actually wait at a restaurant for the wait time. I'm one of those people, so I know what you're talking about. If you got like, one item, yo, go ahead. I'm not going to. you know what that's like? And you gain that respect for the people who do it. You scum if you revert back to the people who don't. Exactly. And then you're asking for what's done onto them to be done onto you tenfold. Like you're pretty much begging for it at that point. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's, why, that's why no one can tell me anything besides, I guess, what doing surgery like open heart surgery there's no job more stressful than fucking customer service there's none no matter if you're talking to somebody over a fucking phone speaking to them in person or you just like trying to close up a store motherfuckers motherfuckers will come to your store whether you're open or closed where there are clear signs that you are not open and And if you're open and then get mad when you're not when your hours are listed right there, or you have signs up, or you have just things for their convenience so they don't have to ask you a stupid fucking question. But instead of them reading and educating themselves with what the situation would be, they feel real comfortable and privileged just asking you a stupid fucking question, which makes you have to stop, think, look at either our sign or your shirt, because a lot of people like to ask, do you work here when you're stocking a shelf with a fucking CVS shirt on or wherever you currently work at where you're stocking where there's a fucking store uniform? Do you work here? Instead, like, nah, I just like reverse robbing places. I like putting shit where it don't belong in stores. 
Yeah. Yo, nah. I mean, y'all know me for like my, you know, the jobs I worked at. <sighs> it's like when it comes. Shit that I used to go through in Times Square. Oh my God! I started. Sh- I don't need to relive any more PTSD. Yo, like, like, I am glad I am not in that place ever. I'm it's like, just like to me personally. It's just the atmosphere of people feel like I'm paying for. It's especially when it comes to anything food related. They go like, oh. I'm paying you for food. I get to do whatever they want. It's like this sense of entitlement and like sl- like a way it feels like this slavery complex. Like you do whatever I say. I can get you fired. I can do this. I can do that. And and the, and the same concept of things, it's like they hate hearing the word no, especially when they know they're wrong. So what? Oh, yeah. It's like people just want to feel right all the time, especially when they know they're wrong. They want to be able to get away with shit. Hashtag wrong and strong. So it's You know like... what bothers me too about that? Because when I used to work in like restaurants and stuff, because mm-hmm. when, when they do that same BS, and then they make this one smirk joke that I don't like, oh man, did you spit in my food? And I'm like, excuse you? Like, oh man, it was just a joke. I thought you would have spit in my food. I'm like, why would you say that? I, out of all things, you can think I'm going to spin your food. Like that reminds me of the whole when you check up builds for its uh, authenticity. They're like, "Oh, I just made it today," or some shit like that. Or if an item doesn't scan, oh, it must be free. Get the fuck away from my register with that dumb shit. Like, nah, like there's there's a difference between how to execute some of those jokes too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. No, it's prototypes, and you know that they always do it wrong. And it's always the uh, you're not joking about it. it. It's like you want it to be. It's like eh, 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 you're pushing eh. it, hope to see if you can get it your way. Nah, the one thing you're though, like that's the one being joke. the Scrooge's douchebag. You're you're gauging your reaction off of my reaction. Exactly. Say that shit, and I'm like, yeah, maybe you'd be like, oh, word, yeah, let me get that for free. <laughs> if I'm just like, nah, we can't do that. He's like, oh, yeah, well, I'm not serious. Nah, I'm going to tell you one time. Back when I used to work, my first job was working in a movie theater. I used Now, we used to have the big concession stand in the front of the theater. Like, right before you go and sit down. And then all the way towards the back of the house, we had a very small um, concession stand where it, show, where it gives mostly... Combos. Any combo is basically anything medium, anything large. Instead of my job telling people that, they basically try to go like, if they ask for small, go to the front and get some small bags. I'm like, that's stupid. Now me, after a while, even though I was supposed to do this, I told people off rip, hey, guess what? If you, um, at this section... We only sell medium and large because that is very, that is mostly popular here. A lot of people didn't get mad at whoever was working at the concession stand when I used to say this, and I got in trouble for saying this, which I never understood why. That's stupid. 
Now, the greatest thing they used to do is they used to take their little coupons for free popcorn, right? Or free small drinks. They used to give it to me. Now, before I would scan, before I would scan, I literally would tell them, hey, I'm letting you know there are no smalls back here. In order for you to get a small, you can go up to the front concession stand. They will gladly allow you to leave and come back into the theater. Because the big concession stand was before they check your tickets and where I was at was after the fact. It's like we're closer to your theater. I would tell them this. They would love saying, um, so we should get the medium or the large for free. I'm like, absolutely not. The medium popcorn will be a dollar. The medium, the large popcorn will be $2. Now, mind you, you're only paying $2 for a tub of popcorn. I would love to play only $2 for a tub of popcorn. Yeah, like, I don't know. Now. They will they'll start bitching. They start asking for refunds. They'll demand to see the manager. And the manager will always give them to their demands. Until one day, we and one of my favorite managers in the world, my one of my manager one of my favorite managers gave me free range to do um what was that first skit in the Chappelle show? The sin copy or the paper copy? He goes like, Oh, who's the oh That's I wanna awesome. see your manager? Is it I'm your manager? Yes, I want to see your manager. I am the manager, B. Get the fuck out of here. I used to do that. Now, I got fired on December. I should have got fired months ago because of stories like this. Now, she was like, I want to see the manager. I'm like, um, I'm not bothering them, so I'm your manager. They're going to tell you the same thing. Only thing they have here is medium and large. Now, sometimes I used to work with people. People used to get upset that I would give them small cups. Well, I would give them a, like basically a small amount. The you, were amount the, the, you were shorten the cup to be about the same amount as a small. Yeah, in a medium cup. If you really want to order it, I'll give you the medium cup and just put the amount that you'll get in the small. People would take upset at that. People would take offense to that because it's like, I don't want it in this cup. If you're going to give me a medium cup, then just give me a medium. Then you're paying for a medium price. Dale, working customer service and food and hospitality, people live and die by the discount. That's all they do. It's oh, all, yeah. It, it's all it is. At my, at my current job, a lady tried to get a full refund on her room because there wasn't valet parking. Wow. I... Now... There was another, now, this is the funniest story at my job now. There was a guy that came in with his friend, and mind you, I want to say this. Let me get this out the way. Our staff is very diverse. I'm going to keep that out the And ethnicity. Um, my manager at that was working at the time was black. I'm half black, half Puerto Rican. Um, one half of the black, co- half logic. Shut up. My um co um, one of my other co-workers was Filipino and one of my um other friends was from um one of one of the one of the other Caribbean islands. I'm not hundred percent sure. So keep that in mind. Two guys 
come in, try to check in. Now, mind you, when you check into a hotel, the name on the reservation should be the um should be the name should be the person checking in. The person wasn't. Now, we sat there, and we was like, "Hey, this doesn't match. Um, are you on the reservation?" The guy says, "No. Um, my name shouldn't be on there. You should just let us in." Blah blah blah. My wife was the one that booked the reservation. Mind you, he's already rude. We go like, um, you know what? It's your wife, and if it's your wife, we should just be able to call your wife up and confirm. Mind you, we're not really supposed to do that. So if we call your wife and be like, hey, yo, did you book? Did your husband tell you to book a room for him while he was at work and? It's under your name by accident. We just calling to confirm with you. So while doing that, my manager saying we're doing our due diligence to make sure this is legit. He's getting upset, and he's like, "Oh, this is just bullshit that you're not just letting us in. I can't fucking believe this fucking establishment is not allowing me to just come into my hotel." And it's and me being the gentle soul that I am, I explained. Now imagine someone. Um, someone ordered a hotel in your name, with your card, and just so happens you didn't order it. You wouldn't want that now, do you? This is why we're doing this. Very calm, very subtle. He's still going. My manager's like, we're just doing our due diligence. He keeps on being snarky, and my manager said, you know what? Fuck this. Your reservation is now canceled. You can leave. Legally, we have the right to do that. He starts flipping out, and then he's like, no, you can leave now. Basically, it's beyond me. Get out. Now, I want to go help out somebody else during this time. Everybody's laughing at him. He's being laughed at. And after that, my manager's walking him towards the door. Um, our security really wasn't security at the time, so we're both walking him towards the door. And apparently, he's looking at me, talking about, oh, you're going to hurt me? Wow. I can't believe you say that. Wow. And storms off. Then he writes on Yelp that we have a diversity problem. We have a problem with white people staying at their hotel. Want to be oppressed so bad. Oh, my goodness. (sighs) Mind you, all of this would have been avoided if if he would have just shut up and allowed us to call his wife. Because not only wasn't his name, his name wasn't on the reservation, he didn't even use his card, wasn't the card on the reservation. If we would have called his wife just to rectify everything for him, none of this would have happened. But no, he bitched to complain with his best friend and they got kicked out. I love hospitality because a lot of times when people act up too much at hospitality, sometimes you really don't want to deal with it. You just want to get them out of there. But there's other times where some you you just you got time today, so you can sit there and tell them if you continue to be a disturbance to the front desk, we can kick you out. You can always tell when the situation is the hotel's fault, and when guests just want to milk out some type of some type of um deal. Um, usually when someone tries to work out a deal, we don't care. We give them what we want, like want to give them and that it is what it is. But there's other times when 
they try to milk it out, they try to milk it out, and then someone gets threatened with us kicking them out. Because we can't kick them out. Hey, just to let you know, we can kick you out. You know that, right? And if you had to explain to whoever you're with that you got kicked out because you wanted to act like a moron, that's on you. And nobody ever comes back when it comes... There's no comeback for that. Because what you want to do, you want to continue to be a dick and get kicked out? Or you want to go, go upstairs, take your loss, and that's it. You know, like Denzel Washington training day. You want to go to jail or you want to go home? Yeah. I love that power. Kicking people out. It's literally them, like, and my favorite is just with any job, when you're working, people get this weird complex where they feel like they can insult you and, like, you're not supposed to defend yourself. And then when you, de- no, I, when you defend yourself, I mean, when you defend yourself, now you're being disrespectful. So now they're, like, either appalled or then they want to fight you. And it's like, oh, so you want to fight me because I'm not letting you walk all over me. That's interesting. So now, pray tell, what happens if you decide you want to fight me? You're clearly the aggressor here. I defend myself and I whoop your ass. What you going to do, Sue? You're the aggressor. Yep. They'll still find a way, trust me. They're, they're, they're literally out for your job at this point, and they have nothing better to do. And, like, it's so fucking stupid. You, like, like you know what type of person you're dealing with based off of like very subtle actions and when you're doing it. And it sucks. It sucks that there are people out here who really think feel so entitled to everything that whoever they're talking to or whoever is working a job if they have to interact with them, the public, you ain't worth shit. I honestly I wholeheartedly think that like the beauty of working, the beauty of working customer service in a position of somewhat power is the fact that you can now nullify that. But corporate will look down on you nullifying customers' bullshit because they feel like word of mouth is stronger. Oh. Especially dealing with the age of people only wanting to believe what they want to believe. It's oh, also- yeah fucking worse when you're when the people that you're working with don't have your back on shit like that where you would clearly be in the right oh oh, yeah i know how that is like so many stories about that they are the the people pleaser the customer can say some wow off the wall shit but if it's not them personally being offended and you're personally offended they're like um no you need to still do this to get that done and it's like the fuck you mean? And then you're yeah. put. It's, it's it's really shitty because if you're not say a higher rank than them or whatever, there's very little you can do without building a case first. Yeah. Like we're just wrong between between that between fucking working with um, working with food and people thinking that they should get as much meat as they do rice. Which that never is the case in any place you work at. You know, whether you should get fucking 
people getting mad that you're out of an item because that's a popular fucking item. Like, I remember one time, one time I used to work, when I used to work at Chase, there used to be a um, Starbucks next to us around the corner. And someone got mad that there was out of almond milk. And they literally stated, hey, we're out of almond milk. We literally sent someone to go get almond milk. Now, I know you probably don't want to wait, so we're going to give you skim milk or anything else for free. No, I should get the whole drink for free. Blah, 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 blah. It's always live and die by the fucking discount. Always live and die by the discount. The shit that gets me with that is like... They want almond milk. They don't give a fuck about what's being done to get that for that almond milk to be processed. Oh yeah, that is avocados. That that is the people who um they want their drink, but they don't want it in a plastic cup. But it's a drink that normally comes in that cup, or they'll say they don't want a straw, or they'll say they. like they try to find a way to be conscious about the environment, but then at the same time, damn it, in the same breath, they're like, "Oh, I don't want it in a plastic cup. It's not good for the environment. Can I have a straw though?" Like, what kind of stupid shit is that, bozo? I don't yo see. This is why I can't be a manager because I would start flexing. In a way that I've never flexed before when it comes to people being stupid. Especially when you know they're wrong. And you need as long as as long as someone you know has your back, you're perfectly fine. You know, you fuckers who've ordered stuff and like they'll they'll talk to you in the most normal voice, but the moment they're ordering a pastry, they turn into like the most Frenchiest fuck they could possibly become. I'm like, please stop. I'm oh, like, I'd like, they, they come in and be like, oh, hi there. I'd like a, a, a cappuccino with a croissant. Like, no. what? It's croissant. You're not French. Don't turn into the fight, the fleet in French when you want a fucking croissant. It's croissant, not croissant. It's croissant. You didn't no. turn French just to say croissant. It's it's the shit runs dry real fast. You can say, you can, you can say it correctly in your regular accent. You don't have to try to mimic another fucking culture, country, how they speak. Oh, oh my my favorite. My favorite. You can tell this motherfucker ain't from France. Ain't from no not nowhere. This nigga probably from like Oregon or some shit. Saying, Oh, can I get a pound of chocolate? Chocolate? I would just say the croissant, your dick. And then they'll get mad at you for saying, oh, chocolate salt. No, if you're going to be doing this type of stuff, you need to say it correctly. Chocolate. Chocolate. Till this day, I will never forget where there was a guy who got upset, got a whole refund because I didn't know at the time that pan du chocolat was chocolate croissant. I'm going by what we have the shits labeled as, because we had labels that tell you what it is, how much it costs, everything. And he's like, yeah, I'll have this and a pan du chocolat. And I'm like, I'm sorry, a what? 
and like he points to it, I'm like, oh, a chocolate croissant. This motherfucker gets mad and demands a refund. Okay, there you go. Have a nice day. Bye, you ain't getting your shit. I couldn't process the transaction, but like it was but you know you know when somebody's being so fucking outrageous when other people come up to you that are customers and tell you that that guy was being an asshole. Yo, I'm funny thing. Some certain customers are truly a blessing for when you got them damn dumbasses. Oh my god, that come around. It were, regulars are so yo, especially working at a hotel. Who your regulars? Regulars hold like they'll. That's another breed. Like they hold you down regardless. I feel bad generally where I work because I also work inside a hotel because you know coffee shop whatever. We're yeah. like vendors in there. I feel bad for the people who work in the hotel because there are motherfuckers who will walk up, ignore every sign that we have up, ignore the sandwich board outside that has our hours on it, come in, ask for a cup of coffee. It's like probably three, four in the afternoon. We're closed well before then and gone. And they'll get mad and start arguing with the fucking hotel staff because they can't get a cup of coffee. Mind you, there are several coffee shops in the area. Literally. There's one literally on every other corner around the corner. And they'll come yeah. in, they'll cuss them For out. For cheaper. Get... Probably. I don't know. I've never gone to them. But they'll... Hell, they're a bodega. Like, they're, they're, there's like they got dollar coffee like literally around the corner from your job. They'll get mad that we're not taking cash, but like act like COVID doesn't exist. Like, no, we're not taking cash for a reason. The same reason why you can't touch our machines to fucking try to punch in like your your fancy signature or your try to tip. No, it's COVID guidelines for a reason. It's re- why we've got a device that takes Apple Pay. We're keeping shit contactless for a reason. If you're forced to use a card, we're not touching your card. We have a device where you use it yourself. What is the problem? Like, what? how is that so hard to understand? We even have a system for ordering online. Use it. If you have a problem learning how to use it, let us know. We'll figure it out. And if by the grace of God, there is some way that that's not working for you, then we have a way to manually take your order. But until then, your dumbass need to learn how to use online ordering because y'all could use it to write a fucking Yelp review. Yep. Make a good point there. Nah, man. Like, there's one time I was working at a movie theater. I was working at the main concession stand. This guy is yelling, like straight up berating his wife or girlfriend or who the fuck she was. I'm ordering, taking customers. Customers can't even get the order in because they're yelling. I told my manager what's going on. The manager's like, I'm not handling that, whatever the case may be at the time. Because he was, I like, respectfully so, he was handling a more important situation. So I took it upon myself to be like, um, excuse me, sir. Can you please take the argument outside my line? You're disturbing the other customers here. He starts flipping out. And then the customer is sitting there trying to tell him, like, yo, we can't think because of how much you're yelling, you will get jumped in this movie theater if you don't shut up. And then by the time he gets to me, I'm taking another. So that's like, hey, sir, what would you like? Oh, I didn't like the way he was talking to me for hello, sir. 
Welcome to Regal. What would you like? Oh, Niggas I- don't got time for that one-on-one conversation. If you're not ordering nothing, get the fuck out my line. Yep. Bye. And then what he did was, I was right next to the door. He said, I'll come behind that counter right now. If you, you seem aggressive, I grabbed the door. I opened it forward. And I said, hello, sir. Welcome to Regal. How may I help you? From this angle, he looked like he doing that Stephen A. Stiff, Steve, Stephen A. Smith meme. <laughs> Hello, sir. <laughs> Hello, sir. How are you doing? Lay Welcome off the weed. <laughs> Ooh, I would have lost my fucking job that day. I would have. You want some old bird old beef jerky? Cause you gonna get out what you put in. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to knock that nigga clean the fuck out. Looking like a fucking skinhead from Sons of Anarchy, bro. I was about to drug him. Like, full with it. I'm like, I will. Uh, hello, sir. Welcome to Regal. How may I help you? The f- Now, the foot. Nah. Then there was another one. Now, some lady. Now, I used to do weekends in the box office. I used to open. Now, while opening in the um, while doing opening at box office, if you miss the first showing of any movie, the second showing you pay full price for. The first showing is always the matinee prices. So, some lady comes in with her child. I mean, well, not her child. It was like her nephew or some shit like that. Child, we're gonna call that a crotch goblin. Yeah, crotch goblin. She comes in with her little. Comes in with her little fucking James Franco. So female Willem Dafoe decides she asks me about a movie. It's actually Ice Age. She asks me the movie she wants to pay for. Um, she asks me what movie she wants to pay for. And it was um, Ice Age and 3D. I told her the first showing for Ice Age 3D is gone. So... Tickets are $15. Your total is going to be, considering there was like four of them, your tickets are going to, your tickets are going to be $60. Like, like $60, $70, whatever. Your tickets are $65.31. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> she goes like, now mind you, I told her the first showing for the 2D version of this film is in the 45 minutes to an hour. But you're paying 75% less than what you're paying. Matinee tickets for regular showing are $6. You're paying $24 to $30 to wait an hour compared to seeing your movie in 20 minutes and then Mind you, the movie's only an hour and ten minutes, so you're really not missing much. You're missing more with the fucking trailers, right? So, she comes back, about, comes back, give her the 3D tickets, right? Axe tells us she's short. Dips. After she fucking dips, she comes back. Why were these tickets so expensive? I'm like, um, I already went over this. Um, um, I told you before that this is for the matin, um, the matinee show pass for this. For this specific type of screening, the 3D showing for this movie, this is that regular prices. 
I told you that the matinee show wasn't in 3D. It'll take an hour. Who would wait an hour for these movies? I'm like, ma'am, people do that all the time. Um, would you like me to refund your tickets? Would you like me to get my manager? Would you like me to um, switch your tickets out? And she goes, like, I don't understand. You don't know how to do your job. I'm like, ma'am, would you like me to... Uh, again, I just like repeating myself. Like, the questions of your options when people start acting belligerent. Like, would you I like... turns into one of those automated phone machines. Oh, I did quite quick. Please say, quick. refund, manager, or would leave like me, to hang up say, when finished. Would you like me to get a manager? Would you like me... Would you like me to get a manager? Would you like me to refund your tickets? Would you like me to exchange your tickets and I'll give you back the difference? Mind you, she could have exchanged her tickets, not watched it in 3D, and get paid like a good $40 back. Just want to put that out there. She chose to keep the fact that she paid $70. You know why? Because one of her camp tells me that she had a date. And she was mad that she spent so much money because she had a date after the theater. I fucking... That still doesn't make any sense. She had a date after the thing and she wanted to make sure she had more money to go shopping and shit like that. So her paying... That still doesn't make any sense. Oh, no, it, it doesn't because all she had to do is like... Either refund or exchange to get a cheaper ticket so you could have your money... And be able to do what you need to do. If you don't, well, then that's your fault making the time you were supposed to make it. The way that made it seem like was um, the way that made it seem like was like she she eat, in order for her to go shop to go on her shopping date, she needed to take her little she needed to take her little cousin or brother whatever the case may be to the movies beforehand. And but if she waited an hour to watch the regular showing of the shit. She was going to potentially miss her going to going to our shopping date. So she was stuck with that. Which is, in the powerful words of Mac Dre, not my job to care. Just saying. Fucking hilarious. There was one time uh, where... Ooh, I got so many stories. Oh my god, this is one time at Chase, someone came in, started yelling at the bankers and shit like that over... Now, people try to use fake IDs a lot. And I tell anyone who would, who's trying to scam a bank. Banks are very good at spotting fakes. Don't use cheap shit to make your fake ID cards... Make better, make better Probably. ID cards, please, for the love of God. This ID card was fake. He walks in, starts yelling at the, like, really yelling to the top of his lungs. Bankers! I want my fucking money! Blah, 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 blah. Comes up to the window, starts yelling at everybody. Now, I... Now, mind you, you're supposed to show professionalism all times. I understand you being yelling at me about losing your money, whatever the case may be. I get that. 
you could use me as your punch it back because I understand being upset about losing money wholeheartedly. I tell guests all the time, yo, if you need to vent to me, just then vent, go on. If you need to vent to me, vent. If it makes you at least calmer while the bankers try to solve your issue, then so be it. He starts yelling. He gets mad at me because I wouldn't cash his check. The ID card was fake. Not only was the ID card fake, it was a fake ID card from the state of New York. To make matters worse, it was one of those old fake ID cards, the ones that was bendable. The high school IDs? The high school IDs. Oh my goodness. So imagine Uh... coming to a New York bank with a fake New York ID card while you're staring at someone who is a native New Yorker while you're showing him this fake ID and getting mad that you're not getting money because that is a fake ID. Come in, start ramping and rampaging through the bank, start scaring the customers, I go off to lunch. I come back, now mind you, my out of work attire is a hoodie. You know, some little baggy pants, you know. It was I was actually it wasn't lunch. I was going home. Guy still yelling. I looked at him in my street attire and said, Yo, fam, I got a headache. If you don't shut up, I'ma snuff you. <laughs> Nobody else wanted to say that because everybody else was still working. Cause one of the district people was there. The district, the district knew it was me, but he actually thanked me for wearing street clothes and saying that. I was like, yo, bro, I will snuff you. I got a headache. Give it a Shut rest. Up. Shut up. And then he starts, and then once he started trying yelling at me, then that's when they bring up, yo, this idea is fake. This check is fake. You're yelling over us giving you money. When the cops are already called. Oh, y'all call the cops on me? Fuck that. I'll shoot this place up. The cops are coming, bro. And it was like, the cops are coming, bro. You can use the emergency exit. You can use the front door. If you stay in here one more minute, the cops are going to come through the door. They're going to say, you have a gun. And they're going to pop a cap in your ass. I'm going to get paid time off. Due to traumatizing situations, and you're going to be dead. No, is or in jail. Is the fake check worth it? I love getting fake ID cards. I'm gonna tell you, like one time I got a fake ID card and a fake check, and she's sitting there talking to me, and I'm like, I literally ripped the check. I literally took the check, took the thing. Give me. One second. I start trying to talk to her like I'm trying to bag her. All the way to the cops come. Because that's technically my job. I'm not supposed to give you back your fake ID. I'm not supposed to give you back the fake check. We talk. To the cops come. And then you're dead. All you have to do in these situations is fucking leave. There are people... That will get mad and try to get aggressive with you for them trying to scam you. 
That's that's the funny thing. Love it. Someone tried to fight me one time for a fake hundred dollar bill at the spot in Times Square, and I'm like, oh, yeah. yo, they're good for that. My man, like, yo, I'm not trying to him. I was like, yo, he came through like, yo, I'm gonna buy some, I'm gonna buy some food. I'm not gonna buy some drinks. Like first, I need to see ID, so you're not getting drinks unless you show me ID. Try to pull up, but my parents are here. I'm like, doesn't matter. I need to see ID. Not my problem. Can't do that. New York State law. So you normally get it. I'm gonna buy mad hot dogs, and I'm like, I seen the bill, like, because the best way, like, definitely with the newer bills, you can just massage oh, the shoulder, yeah. and like, if it don't make a certain sound on the shoulder, bill's fake. Whatever way you put it up, especially with the ones that are well made, done, you can't replicate the shoulder. You can't replicate the shoulder. You can't replicate the hologram that's inside. Yeah. So. You can't replicate the fill of the ridges on the lapel. Yeah. It's possible. But I, you can't replicate those. But, like, when I first seen the bill, I didn't know about the tele, um, the hologram pop. I knew about the, the shoulder, the president's shoulder part. So I'm like, yo, real talk? I'm like, yo, I'm not trying to embarrass you, but this bill is fake. I'm telling you, take this somewhere else. And he was like, no, it's a place gave me, I just got him. I was like, whoever place gave you this, you can go back to that place and take care of that situation. Oh, I'm yeah, not they, trying to... They hate it when you're, like, actually respectful to them. I was like, I'm like, you know, this is fake. I'm not stupid. You're not going to pull this here. And then he started making a big-ass fuss thing. I'm like, yo. I'm like, yo, my mans, real talk, you broke. The shit is fake. Like, Stop. Yo, give it. You're not getting us. You're not getting us back. It's like there's an officer right over there. I'm about to call that officer if you keep bothering me. Oh my god! No, you can do shit. You can pussy. You put the rip, 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 rip. Like take your shit, leave. Now. But I can't get my hot dog. <laughs> Hell no! Get this shit out of here. They love doing that. Yo, one time, yo, they yo, love doing what's that. What's my favorite? What's my favorite? Where I used to work, I was purposely petty with it. So they'd give me a fake bill. We had the marker. I knew how to check for fake bills, but we had the marker. Oh. So when I knew for a fact it was fake, I wrote fake on it and then gave it back to them. But we're not taking this. There you go. Hey, yo, when I used to work at the lobster roll spot, let me tell you what this lady tried to do. This is the funniest one. So it was my shift. Like, I'm like, it was my shift to make sure everything went fine at the booth. At the South Street Seaport. Not the indoor one. There was one that used to be outdoors. So this lady came up to me. Hey, sorry to bother you. I know there's inconvenience. Talking to one of my coworkers, they're like, who's the manager or the shift leader manager here? And they just pointed right to me. I was like, I knew it was some bullshit. So I'm like, yeah, so I'm sorry, but I ordered like 10 lobster rolls and stuff, which I ordered 10 lobster rolls and I was carrying them and some teenagers bumped into me and they dropped and they fell all over the place. And I'm like, okay, I understand, but um, do you have a receipt? 
or anything. He's like, no, my husband paid it. He didn't pay. He didn't get a receipt. And I was like, then how did you pay for it? Because I need to find some type of way that you paid for this. She was like, I paid in cash. I'm like, no, you didn't. I never need a receipt. I need a receipt. Just assuming that you put, you bought it and stuff, whatever, would have taken care of it. You know what? I think it was card, paid by card. Okay, so you don't have a receipt for card. It was not. I knew it was bullshit, but I had no choice but to go through this dumb shit. I'm like, so let me get a card number. You tell me the card number and the person's name on the card. Pops up. Pops up. I'll take care of it. I'll yeah. get through it. No problem. And I'll just call my manager and be like, look, this is what happened. They showed the receipt, stuff like that. Someone confirmed it. No problem. And she was like, oh, no, I don't have the receipt. I don't know his name. His name was Rico or some some Spanish name. Yeah, and I was like, nah, Rico ain't come over here. I'm like, I'm looking because like, I can look up the pay history of all the orders that came in. And no order came up for over near $180 popped up for lobster rice. Because at the time, they were like $16, $17 a pop. No way. Nothing near $200 popped up. And I'm like, I don't see anything about that. Are you sure? Look again. Yeah, what's the name again? No, nah, I don't see that. And they're like, how oh, you know? I'm not. I'm like, mess. I'm like, there's nothing I can do. So only way you can address this, call your car company. They take care of that. Yeah. And then people are looking at her like, and she's like, oh, man, but I dropped my stuff. But the teenagers did it. Try to repeat the whole story. But she kept backpedaling the story. Because first she said a teenager bumped her. Then she said a bunch of teenagers was running, being rowdy, and I got bumped. I'm like, so you're telling me you bought 10 lobster rolls, a teenager bumped you, and you dropped them all over the place with no receipt. Oh no, yeah. That, and I'm like, back Where did you drop it from? Yeah, I'm like, how long was this? Because technically, if this is over a certain amount of time, I can't do nothing about it. So, like, once I go over the counter and you drop the shit, not my problem. Like, yeah. if I didn't see it, not my problem. But I was just being nice. Exactly. Like, literally. Like, there's like an Chipotle. She kept trying, like, oh man. I spent like over this amount of money on food trying to make a whole scene. I'm like, lady, just call your car company. You have a nice day. And then she tried to, can I get a free soup though? No. Get the fuck out. I think I was you? there for that. How dare you ask me for a free fucking soup? I think I was there for that. I think I was there for that because I remember the free soup. I remember the free soup. I'm like, hold on, like, nah, get out of here. I'm like, no, good, good day. And then my other it was like, yo, I'm like, yo, why do you tell me about this? You gonna? T-? It was like, nah, I didn't know that. I'm like, fuck. And then everybody is looking at her. I was like, nah, nah, she she was lying because that lady just walked up in here. Of course she did. I was like, I'm not stupid. It was like, but I was just making sure I was doing everything correctly and stuff. I'm like, damn, because the employees on the South Street Seaport, they walk around and be watching the booths and be reporting to the managers. So I had to make sure I was doing this correctly. I didn't want to hear no shit. And I'm like, yo, did she really try to get free soup? 
And he's back and like my other co-workers there and then one of the other girls that came a little later, I let her work on the the the, the building station, was looking and was like, What the fuck? Wait a minute. Did she really try to do that? I'm like, No, like, thanks for kind of setting me up with that. I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, she really tried it. And she said, can I get a soup at least? I'm like, no. Like, get out. Yo, I remember the soup. I remember the soup. And uh, yo, people was like, yo, like, you know, she just literally walked in here like 10 minutes ago. I'm like, I'm not stupid. I just want to, like, toy around with it a bit because she think I'm stupid. I love it. Love it so much. Love it. And, like, this, this lady, white, about the like yo shut the fuck up like you ain't do this i was like man i got it she was like i know it was just like she was looking at the lady and she was getting annoyed she was holding the line i was like i have a line and she was like yo if she didn't walk away and you didn't tell her to know about the soup i think i was gonna like just gonna choke her out or something i'm like we don't need that i'm like Yo, the funniest shit, bro. That shit reminds me of there's this one time where fucking um fuck. There's this one time where during my work at Chase, someone gave me this poorly printed twenty dollar bill. <laughs> poorly printed. Like someone literally put a twenty dollar bill in a fucking Staples printing machine and printed it front and back. Oh my goodness. Yo, bro. I looked at him. He goes, yeah, can I get changed for a 20? Boom. And I'm just like... Sir, have a great day. You're not giving me my money? Have a good day. You have a good day. Sir, you're aware that this bill... I'm like, you're aware this bill is fake? He goes like, nah, this bill ain't fake. This bill is real, and you need to exchange it for a real bill. No, I cannot do that for you. You gave me a fake bill. For me to give me... For me to have a fake bill, and to give it to you as a real bill, that's us losing money. We are not sure if you got this fake bill from our ATMs or anything like that, which I don't say because as soon as you say something like that, they'll say, well, I got it from your ATM. No. Usually, if someone gets a fake bill, someone's trying to get the fake bill off as a fake bill. Your best bet is to, if you really got this as a fake bill, I will write down a report saying that this is a fake bill and on your taxes, you will get this money back. Usually, I kind of feel bills work. Usually. But a lot of times, that's not the case. It's a fake bill. They're trying to get real money for these fake bills. And I just stare at them. And I'm like, um, this bill's fake. Like, you're aware this bill is fake. Usually, they do. So, after you be nice to them, I be nice all at one time. Then it's like, have a great day, sir. You're holding up the line. This bill is fake. I will, like... 
all this is going to do, if I have to do the report, you're just going to make me call 911, and then the cops are going to come in here and then ask me what's happening. Then I have to tell them, this guy gave me a fake bill, and he's still trying to argue with me that I need to give him a real bill. I don't know how this is going to work, but it's giving me a headache, and there's a line. Funniest shit in the world. Oh. There's times where I usually work the business window, and there's people that will be like, oh, no, I'm closing now, so you need to go over there. And they will look at me, and usually and there was this newer person that worked there. And I used to work on doing my shit with the... I used to work on doing my shit with um, the business people. But a lot of people from the hours of 4 and 6 already knew me. So they knew once I'm on that register, I'm on that register... I see the people on my line first and then them. Like, that's literally what I have to do because the business people are there. I always tell people, if you guys really want, come to the business line and I'll handle you because I see you on my line. I see you on my line. I handle you first and then I handle everybody else second. If there's someone that can wait, usually if the line is too big, people from the business line will be like, yo, you go handle them first because there's times where... Business people are just racket trying to waste time so they don't have to go back to work. I feel that. He goes, no, y'all can go. I'm chilling. There time. There's this one time. One of the one of the new tellers tried to shift this person over to me. A person is coming here. She goes like, uh-uh, you need to go back online because your other teller ditched me because she's closing. My manager peeped it from down the fucking, down the safe. And she's like, huh? She was like, go back over there. He goes like, oh no, I got to close because I got stuff to do, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you see this line? No, you don't. You leave at six o'clock. It is 5.30 just because it takes you a half hour to count You get to disturb other people. Now, I tell people all the time, if you want to count early, I got it. That's fine. But if it's packed, don't expect that yes coming out of me. Because it's fucking packed. You're not going to leave me with 20 people to be dealing with the fact that you yelled at people. It's like, you know, people used to get away with that all the time. Until I said something about it. And I was like, no, like, you know me. I like I don't mind doing extra work, but it's like... When you're not doing your job and then putting all your weight on me just because I'm allowing you to do it. Like, just because I allowed you to do it one time when it was empty, you know, I have a right to be upset at that. Because I'm dealing with the corner of the customers just because you want to pack it up and leave early. There's plenty of times I stood late at work because niggas wanted to pack up and leave early. I'm like, yo, I got it. It's fine. Don't even worry about it. I but there were times where I'm like, yo, I did it. Like, I stood late three times in a row. I'm good. And people would always get upset at that whenever I did it at my job. And I'm just like, yo, nah, y'all good. I do it. And my, one time my general manager, she was like, yo, he does everything y'all want. He wants to, if he wants to be the one to leave early today, give him that. He works his ass off. He comes in early. He always holds y'all down. No, y'all don't get the right to sit there and 
bitch and complain about such shit. Especially since the person that was getting mad at me literally called out two days out of the week this that week. Oh. Gotta love that. Like, you don't get mad at me for saying, hey, guess what? I'm out. Now nah, you need to open back up. No, I'm not. I'm out. I'm closed. They count it. Well, I, already, I talked to the manager and she told me open back. She told me to tell you to open back up. No, she didn't. Peace. She tight. Oh, yeah. I dipped. Because, like, before anything I did, uh, anything I did at Chase, I always told the manager. I'm like, yo, I'm out. Then I told the other tellers. And the other tellers, because the other tellers knew if I was leaving, it already got told. It already got sold. Um, I was already Gucci. Like for Square Button Massacre 1, I had to leave there at 2 o'clock. I worked the morning shift. I had to leave there at 2 o'clock so I could get there, get to... Um, fuck. Get to Waypoint by 3.30 so I could make sure everything is set up. So I could go home, sleep, and then be, get back there when they open again at 7 to be completely gooch. But we had to do a full test run of all the software and shit and make sure all the computers were running. So they already knew how serious I was. So they were already on board with it. So it's like it's like 1.45, 2 o'clock. My manager pulled me to the side, was like, yo, not for nothing. It's a big line. Can you please help kill the line? The fact that all you asked me, I got you. Like, you know what? I got you. So, boom, I killed the line. As soon as I killed that line and there was only two people left, I closed it. And the other person was open and she was like, I got to go on break. And I'm like, go on break after them. Literally, go on break after these two people. You know it's after two, so you know we're about to be dead for like an hour. Just take these two people. I'm counting. It's a wrap. She dead dead got mad off the fact that I didn't stay an extra half hour for her to go to work. For go on break. And that's not... So, oh, that's not fair, blah, blah, blah. And there's my man... Yo... He should have been left. He is working overtime right now. You could have my been what you could have been one on break, but you decided not to. You can't get mad at that. Now you're gonna wait for a baker that's licensed to do telework to come relieve you. That's it. I was gone. Then square by massacre happened. Beautiful time. Smash. Yo. I feel like we could sit here and talk about different experiences in retail and customer service all fucking night. Uh, it is 1.30 in the morning. Yo, we t- this is going to be a four-hour podcast. Four plus. It's four going on. It's, four it's, plus. On, it's going on five hours in this call, right? this alone right now. Like, Jesus Christ. I'm going to start tomorrow because it's almost five hours. I'm only about to get three hours of sleep before a shift. It supposedly might be dead because it's Christmas Eve, but don't wait. Know. You got work tomorrow? I thought you was off tomorrow. No, no. Who lied to you? I technically work tomorrow, but 
I'm just cutting and pasting what I did from last week, which is this call week. I'm just going to email it because I'm not calling nobody. (laughs) (laughs) Who lied to you? Oh, shit. (laughs) Maybe with one arm, he would have been at least able to make the catch. No armed ass. (laughs) Um, But... This is probably going to be the last pod of the year. Um, we want to wish you all Merry Christmas, George Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, Happy New Year, Fuck 2020, New King's Day, New King's Day Happy New Powers, New, New Powers Day. He can't even get it out. I guess his power is stuttering. But the, 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 Blame That's why he stutters. Blame Clifton twenty twenty. Man, so I'm about to go to Great Britain by the thought that sack of bones called Queen's Elizabeth, making that castle Castle Grayskull. Shout out to the fact that this year is almost over. Fuck we got cheers to that Twitch game going strong. Hell yeah, affiliate. I, you you hit affiliate. I ain't too far behind. I'm about to jump on that too. So you know it's 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 going good. So okay. everything should. Well, you know what? We we just going to talk the positivity that we want to happen for this next year. That being said, that- though, get my schlong slobbed on New Year's Day. I'm going to get my schlong slobbed on New Year's Day. I'm How, sorry. This, I'm trying to believe this, it and achieve it. Um, like, <laughs> I'm trying to get my schlong slobbed on New Year's Day. A- Ding dong. Naughty dog calls. This is Neil Druckmann. Daddy get in the Neil's going to be like, mm, you don't like The Last of Us, huh? What can I do to change on, your mind? I'm going to pull it. How you doing? Game Awards. <laughs> Ter- <a> beautiful time. <laughs> so, next year, I'm going to have these bad boys going out. This here is my own homemade Sazon. Sazon. More spice blends about to be working within the next. I bought it, this whole fucking bottle. Ain't yeah, that nice. Fucking alcoholic. You got what? a meeting in the morning. Shut <laughs> up. There's not even that much alcohol in this bottle. Fucking assholes. All right, Bojack. This nigga in a Jack Skeleton onesie. I was trying to be in a festive spirit because Jack Skeleton... Shut your whole, whole ass up. Oh, <laughs> Um, but honestly, shout out to everyone that supported us this year. I know there was a lot of changes for the brand this year, and there's going to be more surprises and everything as 2021 rolls about, especially since TJ is going to hit four in February. Um, I big shout out to uh, my Twitch sponsor, uh, Twitch viewership, not sponsorship. Um, shout out to everyone that um enjoys just asking us when's the new content coming out when's the new pod coming out um hopefully we will be more active next year within the weeks to come but um 
just in case we don't pull out another episode before New Year's Day. Again, Happy New Year. Fuck 2020. And gang gang. Are we Audi 5 Dowie?